What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? I'm Kelsey Kawhi, Shane. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. Bella. I would never have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Welcome, what? Oh, awesome. Welcome to the dive bar of the IWC. Welcome to episode one of Wrestling on the Rocks. I am at Ref Marsh and producer of the show today. We are at OTR. We are at WOTR, the show. With me today, as per always, Miss Amanda Jane. Say, what's up, Miss Amanda Jane? What's up, Miss Amanda Jane? So, you're in charge tonight, huh? I'm I'm running the show. I set up her mic and her headphones. Uh, I can tell you, they're not even within reaching distance you of her. You didn't tell me. You did not tell me. Rude. Rude. What she an awful producer. She literally, before we went so, on, said, let me watch the main event so I could be part of the show. Put on the main event, and then she goes, I didn't know I'm get, you set it up for me to be part of the show. Like, I was just, like, it was just not going to happen. It's, it's bullshit is what it is. Dude. Bullshit. Dude, your producing skills, I'm questioning it. Yeah. It's, tough, it's a tough racket. It's I'm definitely a tough saying. racket. Yeah. Uh, well, this is where every show is our first show, because we can't get episode one right, as is evident, as our... Uh, this is evident. This is as evident mm-hmm. as it gets. Okay. Yep. Evidently. Uh... Evidently. And no. evidentially, we might no, get that... episode two. <laughs> yeah, we definitely not been renewed for episode two, but we are renewed for another episode one. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're living. That's where we're living in it. Uh, we already got Splinter Fox in the chat. He's got a little Coke Cabana emoji. It looks like it's waving furiously, which is, is good. It? Yeah, uh, and he does say Tony Khan man is bullshit. I call him Carney Khan, Splinter Fox. <laughs> Got him. It's clever. It's clever. Clever. Very clever. <laughs> and is agreeing. She's agreeing because uh, she wants to stay on the show. That's all. <laughs> uh, we are going to have a special guest come on uh, a little bit. Uh, in a few here, probably in the next five ten minutes, but we are going to get started without him. And whenever our new drinking buddy shows up, he'll be here. Uh, Spider Fox says, "No, that is EC three. Get it right, Mark. EC three is not Carney Con. He's I don't know. He's EC weird. turd. He's a weirdo. I do think I do think Andre Chase is the actual, actually a character based off of the real EC three." where he tries to get pupils together for a school that's not real and gives them terrible advice. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just the feeling I get. Uh, oh, but that's something we could actually talk about today too, is the Braun Strowman video that came out. So, um, or Titan, Adam, whatever he's calling himself. So we'll talk about that as well, but let's start with a little something simple. Miss Amanda Jane, what's in your glass? Well, we're boring today. I'm drinking regular Coke. It's a little classic. Yeah, classic. That's what we do. And I'm not going to say sponsored, not sponsored, because they will never sponsor us. So Definitely not. Definitely no. not going to get a co-sponsorship. No, no, no. But 
I'll be honest. I started trying some of those zero sugar sodas, um, like the uh, A and W zero, the Dr Pepper zero, Dr Pepper Cherry zero, Dr Pepper Vanilla zero. Wait, did you just call it A E W? A E W root beer, yeah. It's A and W. Don't mm, give everything. It's elite. It is an elite root beer, so. Look at all these jokes. Oh my god, dad jokes, dad <laughs> AEW jokes. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Uh, but uh, I've I've been impressed by how much they taste like just regular soda. So I didn't know if you tried the zero sugar Coke or not because it's it's crazy to me. Uh, the, the no, way they've been nailing it. that's the one that replaced Coke Zero, right? Uh, well, they're different. Supposedly, Coke Zero is different than zero sugar Coke. Because the the idea is that the recipe flavorings meant to to remain the same, and that's what's been impressing me is that the flavor recipes for all the other ones were the same. I'll have to try so, that. I'll have to try that. Yeah, uh, but I'm just having a little bit of water. But I did pour myself uh, a little margarita, little uh, a little margu mar keto rita. What? What? What are you? Margarita? No. 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 It's crystal light margarita mix, and I add my own uh, tequila. Not that I made tequila. It's eighteen hundred, but it works. It's keto. it's keto, so I can have a proper margarita. You should, because yeah. that's a that's a something the brand could you know. Keto Rita. Yeah, well, no, you have a drink that, you know, you're distilling something, some kind of spirit. Yeah, I actually think that uh, making a Wrestling on the Rocks whiskey should be on our, yeah. uh, what do you call those awesome. boards? Where people put like their dream boards together. Oh, like a vision board? Vision board, yeah. So this is on, is what you're saying? Yeah, that's on. Okay, no. Let me double check. Oh my god, you gotta double check now? I might need to double check. <sighs> you just lied to me. No, it's on, I can see it, it's got you. It's picking you up. Is it? It's picking up all of that, yeah. I can hear yeah. you producing baby. That? She can hear you. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave this. Definitely, Thomas Murphy Fox says it's on. I'm glad we're doing the sound check now that we're live. Well, he didn't <laughs> tell me, so how was I supposed to You were watching the show to be on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Grim Reaper's coming through saying, hi. He doesn't hear what sounds like. Uh, Spin Fox says, relax. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Okay. Can't so. hear anything. Oh. You want to try there again? we go. Yeah, you heard that? Amanda, can you say something? I'm saying something. Hello, I hear Amanda. Oh my God. I. Sweet. <laughs> okay, now that we've got sound check done, let's uh, let's get into it. The show. I'm drinking Scatterbrain, by the way, which is delicious. What is Scatterbrain, for those who don't know? Don't say a damn thing. I didn't say a Marsh is thing. about to... I didn't say anything. <sighs> It's a dark chocolate and banana whiskey. Ooh. And peanut butter, isn't it? There Close actually up. is it, no peanut butter. It's just dark chocolate oh. and banana. Really? Flavored whiskey, yeah. It was in the peanut butter section, though. I will I give thought that. it was peanut butter, dark That's chocolate, weird. and banana. I did as well. It is not. That explains why we didn't taste a lot of peanut butter we in it. did not. That's because we didn't read. Yeah. Words matter. Reading's tough. Yeah. You don't Reading's need to read. But it's delicious. But you read the important things. On the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. percentage. I, yeah. <laughs> I've discovered peanut butter is a little too sweet, and I drink way too much of it too fast. 
So this mm. one is more like a dessert in that it's not extremely sweet. So I can actually take sips and remember that it's whiskey and not, I don't know, soda or wine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Crown Royal, the the, <laughs> the flavored Crown Royals, We, uh, me and Kev had a number of issues with those. Like... <laughs> You can go back to some of the older episode ones and see us just polish off a whole bottle and go, ah, whoops. <laughs> yeah. yeah nice. so. oh, it's boy. fun, but yeah. But that scatterbrain's delicious. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll check that out. Yeah. Amanda, how about you give us some of the birthdays? Let's go through birthdays. Yeah, there's not that many this week, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, but... Um, let us wish happy birthday. Hold on a second. Now, see, look, this is why we can't have episode two because I lost my notes. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just us. <laughs> I try to be professional, but obviously that's not happening. Okay, who do we got here? So I think she is like gorgeous. So happy birthday, Scarlett. Oh, yay. Scarlett. Back out there with oh. Killer Cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and they got married yeah. out in Alaska too. They were like, I yeah. guess they were engaged for a bit there. I mm-hmm. was always back and forth on if I thought they were married or not, but no. they officially got married just like a month ago mm-hmm. in Alaska. Yeah. And it wasn't a main city in Alaska. It was kind of like out in, in the, the woods kind of a deal. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice. They, they put up a bunch of pictures, little videos. They did an awesome job with it. It was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. I like, I liked seeing that. Let's see here. Um, one of our favorite people in the world. I think he's one of my favorite people. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, yeah. Woo. Matt Cardona. Oh. He's amazing. Current NWA yeah. champion. Mm-hmm. You hear what they're doing with it right now? No, what are they doing with it right now? They announced that uh, Nick Aldis is going to get a rematch for the NWA title. And mm. I don't know if the show is tonight or tomorrow or when, but like tickets are on sale. But coming up, they're going to determine whether or not the title match will be in a steel cage or a death match. I can't imagine Nick Aldis actually doing a death match. And also Cardona has said a number of times that he is retired from death match. And that's why he's king of death match. Cause he's won them all. <laughs> uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't want to keep doing it. Like a lot more stories keep coming out more and more about glass. Just poking out of people. Joey Janela said the other day on Twitter that that kind of stuff was exactly why he doesn't do death matches anymore because he's mm. tired of pulling glass out for years. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. 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 All right. Keep I, going. I, Sorry I, about that. I feel that. I feel that. break. Yeah. But do you think they'll put it back your... on Nick? Yeah. I feel like they will too. I think so. I think so. Um, right. But I will say this. Cardona's got to be careful with calling himself the king of deathmatch. He literally trademarked it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. He owns the (laughs) trademark for king of deathmatch. That's hilarious. What tool? He's a man. (laughs) 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 I love him, but dude, we all know who the king of that shit is. Nick fucking Gage. Nick Gage lost to uh, Matt Cardona in a death match, so oh, it's hard to argue. Yeah, that's a good point. It's true. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amanda, you've been yeah. you've been told. <laughs> yeah, I've been told. But not, I'm not happy that you trademarked that. But anyway. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I'd it's probably like, tell them that I'm not happy that you trademarked that. 
It's like passing the baton, no? <laughs> no. He should be in the Deathmatch Hall of Fame. I'm surprised he's not. God. They just started doing that. Yeah, he should have been the first. He's King Deathmatch. No, because I don't think he had wrestled one before that. You know that's why. Mom. You know that's why that um. Oh, he did by the time it came because it was like months after, but it was really close. But yeah. You know that's why none of the other companies can have an internet championship. Because of him. Because he trademarked the internet championship, <laughs> so that's why they have like digital media champion and stuff like that. Oh my god, I love it. that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. People don't understand this guy. Is probably so one of the smartest men in the universe. So smart. He's so good. So smart. So he even smart. made a comment about it. He was all like, look, if Impact wants to make an internet championship, they're welcome to it. He goes, they just have to meet my price for licensing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Smart. Right. We know who the brains of the uh, major brothers were. Yeah. Not yep. very much. Mm -hmm. And Splinterfuck says Snow has some glass coming out of her nose at the bank. She posted on Twitter. Yeah, I think that was the one that um, that yeah. Joey Janela made comment on. This is why yeah. he doesn't anymore. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, hey. All right. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Woo, woo, woo. I still haven't met him yet. So <laughs> yeah. it's on my bucket list. And I'll ask him, what the hell, dude? You trademark some of these things, which are great. And then some you're like, really? Yeah, you just kind of have those trademarks. Get them in. Yeah, so... I don't know, but you know, hey, it is what it is. So, happy birthday, dude! And then, nice uh, another wrestler that I'm really enjoying now is uh, Dash Wilder. His birthday's this week too. Oh, very cool, very cool, yeah, very very cool. Um, I think that well, he goes by Cash know, now, right? I mean, or are you talking about Dax Harwood? There's Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, and they confuse. Is it is he bald or not bald? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just reading this on uh, off a of thingy. Yeah, that was back when in the wrestling in the WWE days. What was the name again? You said Dash. Dash Wilder. Dash Wilder. That well, one is Cash that. Wheeler. That's that's Cash Wheeler now, the haired one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know the E thing. I don't. No, I don't know. <laughs> um. Next week has a lot of birthdays. And then another one, um, speaking of AEW, um, the non-annoying um, gun brother, Colton. Happy oh, Monday. yeah. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Brother, oh, noxious. Yeah. Uh, I got you there. Needs to take it down 20 levels, at least. Yeah, bring it down. Oh, yeah. Bring it down. I wonder what's going to happen with uh, Ryan Nemeth. Because mm -hmm. he hasn't been utilized much on TV, and I thought he would by now. I thought he'd been a lot bigger role. Like, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't even seen him against Wardlow. You know what I mean? Like, That's true. Mm -hmm. if, they're, yeah. if they're setting up people to go th to, to rip through people, you'd have thought Wardlow would have started with him before MJF started the whole, you know, trials and tribulations thing. And mm -hmm. I don't know. It's Powerhouse could always use a couple extra wins. You could get those on Nick. Or not Nick, Ryan. I'm just saying, I'm surprised they haven't used him more. No, no. But, you know, remember how they had let um, Peter Avalon go? Yeah. Well, Peter Avalon's wrestled more than Nick Nemeth. Oh, uh, not Nick. Ryan Nemeth, sorry. Yeah. Ziggle Jr., let's call him that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And finally, I think we see Cesar Bononi back mm. and doing work, which I we haven't seen him in a while. And I think a go-go's back 
too. So. Yeah, apparently Gogo was ringside for a match like last week or the week before. <laughs> so he's yeah. back, which I'm curious what's going to happen to him ultimately because he said in interviews that the only reason he went there was because of Cody. That Cody was the biggest reason he was in AEW, that he talked to Cody, had a ton of respect for Cody, that uh, he was training with Cody. So hmm. be really surprised to see uh, what mm-hmm. his next move is. I mean, and he might just find that he loves Tony Khan and wants to stay there for a number of reasons. I'm not saying that he would leave because of that, but it does make me wonder if he was so tight with Cody if, because mm-hmm. he also said that WWE offered him a contract before he signed with AEW, that he was offered big money from both. Mm-hmm. So... It would be curious to see if, when his contract does come towards the end, if he sticks around or, or utilizes his connection with Cody again, you know? Yeah. I wonder sometimes if the people who, like Cody, really championed, if they're kind of on um, Tony Khan's shit list. I wonder yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It is curious. Uh, Spider Fox says the TV star then said he was let go. Uh, he was wrestling on Dark Against Sunny Kiss. Yeah, yeah. Peter Avalon is no longer on a contract, though. He was originally signed, a, I think, a three-year deal. It came up. They did not renew it. So they're using him like any other local talent where it's kind of a, a, a by appearance. Hmm. Sort of like how they've been doing for Danny Jordan for three years. How they just haven't signed her, but they put her on like all the Dark and Elevation. And they pay her by appearance because they don't want to commit. Mm-hmm. It's... The bummer, but hey, it's work, right? So it's hard yeah. to say. Um, and then he goes, at the end of the day, they will all be in the WWE after AEW goes under. That's what Splinter Fox says. No, not everybody. <laughs> not everybody. I'll tell you right now, there's a handful of them that are going right back to the VFWs. <clears throat> and there's a handful that probably Freddie Prince Jr. will have. Ooh, because... that's a good point. Let's uh-huh. talk Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're done with birthdays, do right? Yeah, there weren't yeah. that many. Yeah, so cheers for birthdays. Woo! Woo! Um, but uh, yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. put out a podcast. He's talked about it. We mentioned it briefly. Uh, he wants to open up a promotion. I've seen a lot of people get really in-depth about the success and will it have national TV and all this. <laughs> I'll tell you, from listening to every episode of, his, of Wrestling with Freddie so far... You're obsessed. <laughs> it's like 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah, but 10 uh, episodes might become over 400 yeah, Thank you. and I'll be on board yeah. for all of them. I'll be on board for all of them. And I will say that whatever he's doing promotion-wise, I'm going to try and weasel myself into one way or another. That Somehow, I want to be associated with this Freddie Prince Jr. promotion, whatever it is. I do, too. Yeah, if you're hiring Freddie or accepting volunteers, yeah, swing on by. Freddie, if you hear me. No, I'm playing. Uh, they, they, uh, he did say he's not currently hiring, bringing anybody in, because he's still in a lot of developmental of the phases. But it also seemed pretty clear to me that his goal wasn't national TV and to be some sort of, like, conglomerate. He's not trying to be an AEW or a WWE. It sounds like he wants to be closer to a GCW mm-hmm. or even an MLW at at the stretch of it like it seems like he wants to have a small local thing that he's doing that he's just having a ton of fun with it's hmm. the definition of a passion project mm-hmm. he he even said that he he when he first called his accountant to say he wanted to start one he said his accountant immediately said well i'm not letting you spend a penny of the money you've been saying saving over the years to to do any of that he said if you want to do this you better go out there and make other money and so he did so like the last several things he did for netflix was strictly to put money aside for this promotion so uh, if you've been enjoying any any content from from freddie prince over the last 
year or two, you can thank whatever this wrestling promotion is, is going to be. So I think that sounds pretty cool. He wants to do a two-hour show. I don't know if that means pay-per-view or if he's going to be on some sort of like Fight TV deal. He wants to own the, the venue. Mm. But yeah, I agree. I think he'll scoop up some people. Also, Conrad and Jeff Jarrett keep pretend they keep talking like they're not opening a promotion but are opening a promotion so i wouldn't be surprised if we saw a few spot shows with them but i don't think they would be doing a full-on thing you know what i mean yeah well remember when uh jeff jarrett was doing global force and he tried to do that it was actually a really good um i thought it was a very good mesh of people on the indies that did it yeah of course with you know traditional things never came out this way yeah but you know i thought it was great i mean i never went to any of the events but they look really fun yeah no yeah i think stuff like that'll be cool yeah i'm a big fan of jeff jarrett big fan of freddie prince so whatever they want to do man i say do it freddie should have gone to hallmark and did like 15 million like uh (laughs) christmas movies That's more or yeah. less if you look on Netflix and see all the Netflix originals with Freddie Prince over the past like couple years, it's all pretty. Them? Yeah, they're like, oh, well, I don't know if they're Christmas special specific. Oh, I like those. I wouldn't be surprised if there's one or two in there. Every time I think of Christmas Hallmark movies now, I think of Trish Stratton. Trish Stratus. Stratus, sorry. Sorry. Str- <laughs> sorry, I'm, mer- I'm merging. Yeah, that's what she's saying. She's in that Canadian Hallmark one. She was in a couple. Oh. I want to say two now, at least. Two? I know one of them she, like, is a lumberjack. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's Canada. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, stereotypical. Oh, my God. I didn't I make thought... it. Canada made it. <laughs> poor Canadian. Good man. for her. It's a it's yeah. a show, a movie, whatever. Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, they should make one about health care and how everyone has it up there. Okay. If you want things Canadian, let's go yeah. there. Sure. <laughs> no, I told um, I told Ricky Starks once that I said, yeah, if you want to go into acting, the best thing you could ever do for yourself is go and do those like Hallmark movies or yeah. um, Lifetime. Do like four or five of them. And if you become like the hunk of, I don't know, Hallmark, then yeah. you, you're, you're, yeah. It can you set you up for sure. Big checks. Big checks. Uh, Spinner Fox says, uh, says, shout out to Caitlin King for becoming the number one contender for the NWA women's title. Yeah, I saw that. And he said, uh, hmm. he said, dude, his idea to have a rooftop show, Freddie, I want to see that, but I, it fell through. Yeah, it did. Oh, it did fall through. Yeah. It did fall through. Yeah, he was looking at the idea of like a rooftop one, which I mean, we saw Money in the Bank and it looked dope, even that couple of scenes right. they shot there. However, that had no fans. And I'm sorry, but I don't know if I trust drunk wrestling fans to not have accidents because that's not what i want to see because in new york wrestling fans i'd really okay (laughs) okay (laughs) guys so new york is pretty you know it's pretty normal to have like rooftop shows uh rooftop films i should say but i don't know about wrestling because fans are really hit or miss i feel like yeah, I don't and know. if you if you had anything like GCW and they were trying to throw shit at the ring and it flew yep. off, that could hit somebody on the ground and yep, that could be a problem. Yeah, I just I don't want him in any legal trouble. Is all. Yeah, I don't want a liability. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says if he has more than women's wrestling than AEW, then I'm for it. He did say he wants to book women fifty fifty. He wants half the show women, half the show men, and I don't think that's impossible. 
but we'll see. There's also only so much women talent to go around, and I feel like NXT and AEW have a lot of prime women's talent. That's not to say that there aren't others around, but when I think of all the ones that I've been saying for a while, like yeah. some of the top that are like not scooped up, they're all scooped up now. So now it's kind of like, I don't know, you have to look around, I suppose. Well, there's like, well, there's three that I think have not been scooped up. And I think mm-hmm. they should. Obviously, one is Tessa, but you know, we're not going to Tessa, Taya. Taya. No, Taya's going back to Impact. She's back on know. Impact. Is but I don't know if she's fun to talk about. Um, Lufisto, because she's making Fisto. a comeback again. I love her. I think Diamante, I think she's technically not under contract with AEW. Mm-mm. And, just... like we mentioned her before, Danny Jordan's top of her game right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess yeah. there's a few out there. Bryn Thorne is a uh, is a Arizona. I don't know if you've seen her around at all, Amanda. She's in mm-hmm. Arizona. She goes up to Vegas and L.A. sometimes. Uh, yeah. She's fantastic. Uh, but Splinter Fox just says Mission Pro. He goes, Athena, King, Snow. Mm-hmm. He's all like, and he says Mission Pro. Like, yeah, just start start working with Mission Pro. Like, create yeah. a partnership. Yeah. We want to. Maddie Winkowski. Maddie Winkowski. Yeah, she's not. Sky Blue's not even signed by AEW, but he keeps using her too. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot. He said Willow. Um, mm-hmm. I think Willow needs to, needs a little work. Trisha she's got a lot of upside but i feel like that she's got to be in there with someone who can help a lot you know well i think that some of the people that she's being fed to mm. are the greatest people to like really carry a match though that could be yeah that could be yeah uh but yeah yeah i i would be all for it i'm all for uh freddie prince promotion of sorts we'll see how There's it all plays some really out great women out this way um, Brittany Wonder is one of my favorites. Yeah, shout out to her and Hood Slam, which they're returning. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like the outdoor thing because that's way too many people yeah. getting high and drunk. So, but anyways, um, she is a great one. Um, Nicole Savoy, oh, love Nicole. She's not signed anywhere. She was signed by Ring of Honor, and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all this crap happened. So, but her contract didn't. It wasn't like they got rid of her contract. It just she didn't sign it again. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 yeah, a lot of great ladies out there that still aren't. Yeah, Dakota Kai's not not signed right now. If you got yeah, to her quick enough, true. but at the same time, I think he doesn't believe it's going to happen for another eighteen months, and I think that in eighteen months we're going to be looking at a completely different atmosphere. Yeah. So. We'll see how it plays That'll out. I'm excited for it. Women's landscape. Did you see? Uh, did you see Braun Strowman's new little video clip teasing his new character mm-hmm. he's doing? I did not. No, I did not. Well, you've seen that look he's got, right? Where he's got that kind of prodigy hair, where it's like yeah. the dual mohawk thing that's spiky. Yeah. He had like a suit. Was... Yeah. He was wearing yeah. like a suit that was open, and he licked a giant knife and said, "Why so serious?" And then it oh. cut. Good God, no. I did not see that. Nope. It was no. awful. I don't want to see that now. Yeah. It was bad. I was all like, oh, because they're like, oh, he teases a new character. I watched it and I went, oh. Oh. This is yeah. the best he's got. That's how he's controlling his narrative, so. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh Great. my god! Good You're point. not even trying to insult too. I know that. Yeah, that's, that's his narrative. That's the narrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they're all about. So. Yeah. With the amount of talk, because also it's been in the news lately that there was some a couple things I saw on Twitter where people mm-hmm. were going back and forth on did WWE fail Braun Strowman? Did they not give him a push when they should have? Did they not give him as hard of a push as they should have? Uh, could he have carried the company and they just missed no. the boat with him? No. I don't know. When you're a millionaire, I'm kind of like. What does that? I don't. What I, do you mean? I feel like you've been pushed for a while. If you. He's got enough money to, that insinuates he's been getting pushed. Right? Uh, he yeah. also won a match at WrestleMania. Sure, the WrestleMania had no fans, but... He got his WrestleMania moment. He got a WrestleMania win over Goldberg and won the championship. Mm-hmm. I think that the pandemic exposed him. I think without the fans, it was hard to mask a lot of the stuff about him. I think that all this control-your-narrative stuff does more of that. I think that you just start seeing how unoriginal he is and how much he's influenced by those around him and, and who knows who he was surrounding himself with then versus now. And Look, man, I wish them all the best. I think there's absolutely a market for CYN, and I think that they're they're doing a good job, and I don't think that, this, that the shows are going to stop anytime soon, and I think that it's a pretty cool thing, and I, yeah. I like that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But I will say that nothing about it has made me go, oh, WWE missed the boat on him. I go, oh, okay, it's, it's, this is what he's capable of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think they did all they could. He was constantly in programs with their absolute top stars. I don't know. What do you think, Amanda? You know, I, you know, I never really kind of was impressed with him. I'm like, he's a big dude. That's why he's there. Mm-hmm. Nothing great about it. But I think with CYN, um, you have EC3 who really, the only home he really truly had was Impact in the Dixie days. Yep. He yeah. had a good. Yeah, he had a good, you know, and he just couldn't adjust to management changes, couldn't adjust to Ring of Honor. But then again, when he was at Ring of Honor, it was the shitty time. So, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Um, so interesting to see what he's going to do. Is it really fueled by a lot of bitterness, I wonder? Mm-hmm. But they do have some pretty cool people who are on the roster. Some people I don't even know who the hell they are. Yeah. But yeah. Because I get it with like with you know, with Cross, I get it. I get, you know, mm-hmm. if he's doing that. But it also shocks me that um Tony Khan has not looked his way yet. I'm surprised by a few people that we haven't seen shown up that I thought would have. Mm-hmm. Because that's... I know the rumor is Cesaro or Gargano for this tournament, mm-hmm. and I feel like Cesaro is a be... bigger possibility. It's going to be Cesaro. I told you guys that on episode one. Yeah. Because Tony I... likes the nostalgia. That's true. He's a Ring of Honor guy. He's a Ring of Honor guy. And you had Colton there on the Supercard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I think that that's a possibility. Who knows? That could be Phil's retirement home over there. I would, I would be really happy to see Cesaro because, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly he didn't get exactly what he wanted with WWE, right? Oh. That's why he left. Yeah. So we're what we've been told. Yeah. So I'd just be happy yeah, if if he wanted a certain number. I would be happy if he he got it. Yeah, it's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Just please don't do this. We the people again. 
Tony, come put it in far away from <laughs> Jake Hager, please. He please, hasn't done Jake it in forever. Hager. He never. He didn't do it in WWE for the longest time. Well, I know, but don't don't you know Tony likes but don't that bring kind it back. of That's stuff. That's true. Yeah. You know, please. Uh, you know. I'm surprised that the Bollywood boys never showed up. They did an interview recently where they said that they've never been called by AEW. They've never had any talks with them whatsoever. I don't know. I'm a little surprised by it. Like, Well, now that Sanjay's there, maybe they might get called, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I think that if they were going to, they would have. Because this interview I saw of him was like last week. And Sanjay's been there for like a month now, two months. But he was uh, like you've there. you've talked about a number of people from ROH that clearly never got the call. Like, I'm just surprised by the amount of incredible talent that he's not bringing in. And then you kind of look at Flip his landscape Gordon. and, huh? Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon, James Storm. Yeah. You know, like I don't know, man. It's just weird. Just weird to me. Uh, did you have other news stuff that you had brought up? Um, I know you've probably been hearing that buzz about um. I see he's leaving NJPW, right? Yeah. And it's really interesting because of the comments he made about, you know, people who are cheaters and abusers and all these other things. It doesn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, I'm going to use Takamichi Noku as an example. He was having an affair on his wife. It became very public. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff is frowned upon in Japan, period. Mm -hmm. So they kept him on the roster because they didn't want to, you know, just be, oh, we're going to release you. So his punishment is for his last contracted year and the ones like right before, he was working for no money. Oh. Yeah. And that was his kind of his punishment. Kind of a rebuilding um, your honor kind of concept? I guess. I don't know. Huh. That's Gato about that one. Yeah. Um, but it was very interesting. And also to think that um, the Me Too movement, it's like this, ha this happens everywhere. So I don't blame him. I do kind of feel like he was promised a lot of things, like in mm -hmm. most promotions people are, and it didn't come into fruition. I mean, he's worked so hard yeah. to, you know, really. And I mean, he's great. I mean, if you've ever seen him, he's like that. Mm -hmm. That guy is like, um, there was a cartoon character back in the day. I don't remember his name, but he was like stretchy. Stretch Armstrong. Oh, thank you. <laughs> or Mr. Plastic. I or Mr. Incredible. No, it wasn't Mr. Incredible because it was a TV show. So, yeah, from the Fantastic Four. No, no, it was the actual cartoon where he had he had a oh no, I'll have to I'll have like to Gumby. No, I know who Gumby is and the Blockheads. Yeah. And Pokey. But yeah. Anyways, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, it's really interesting to see that. Now, I guess the big question remains: Is he gonna sign with someone else in Japan? Because Noah is not what it used to be. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, DDT, why would, why would he go to DDT? No offense. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, would Tony pick him up? What? But I th go ahead. I think if he did, 
he tried to do all this golden lover shit again because you know Tony likes the yeah never and I know people wouldn't mind it all those weird fangirls and boys but I don't know because I he doesn't strike me as someone who wants to move out to of America. Japan yeah to move to America I mean he's also been on top for a really long time he might be able to just be able to walk away same time he can maybe get into movies out there like i don't know how it works uh what about i've seen a lot of people say that they think that this should effectively close the forbidden door that there's a lot of stuff coming out about njpw that seems to be negative i don't know much about that so i was hoping you could dig in a little bit because Spinner Fox says in the chat he says that it turns out all wrestling companies have a dark side and he also brings up the point that could coda even actually sign with aew if aew just remains uh, so linked to NJPW, he might not want to be with a company that's associated with NJPW to begin with. Yeah. So I don't know if you can give a little more light on that because I don't know. Well, I think that with New Japan, I know a lot of people who are, were newer to New Japan when um, AEW in those days, when that was coming around, and like, why don't they have women? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was not the, that, no. There's, a, there's, in the Japanese culture, I believe, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I don't know, but there's a, a certain kind of level of um, respect. So it's more of, if you really look at it, it's more of that's something, you know, women and men do not mesh like that. Yeah. Because if you looked at the women who are or were in New Japan, they're always a valet. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the bunny, uh, Tokyo Pimps girl. And if you can believe, she's engaged to bad luck Fale. You go Fale. Yeah. Hot wife. Oh, future wife. Anyways. But I think that um, it is kind of scary that everyone has their secrets and it's coming out. I'm waiting for Tony, all his secrets to come out. He'll probably just open his mouth and the garbage will flow. But <laughs> I think with New Japan now. Always does. They have <laughs> It's true. It's true. The irony it's of that happening the same week that they did a Dark Side <laughs> of the Ring parody too. It's funny. It's like, okay, dude. Um, but no, I think that if anything, he's going to, um, I think with the New Japan, I think that it's going to end up being where they're going to look at seeing did um, the former president of new japan was he hiding things and covering mm -hmm. so that's where i'm wondering because if it's been going on for years which it seems it has is yeah. that the is that the, the issue mm. so i question that and i wouldn't be surprised if they if he did yeah and spinner fox and says in the chat that he was even saying that there's accusa roots which is a little crazy to say out loud kind of a deal so mm -hmm. uh mm. we'll see we'll see and if oh, you I notice, see. Suzuki hasn't really been wrestling it with New Japan, too. Mm, that's mm -hmm. true. He left. He was supposed to go back, went back, and came right back. Back. Oh, that's yeah. That's a really good back. point. He was not there long at all when he went back because it was yeah. so long and farewell when he stopped his, uh, his U.S. tour. I think it was in October. Mm -hmm. And then he Jay came White. right back. Oh, no, White. it started in October. I forget yeah. when it ended. But still, he but came Jay right White. back. Jay yeah. White hasn't been back over there. You know, he's making yeah. fun of people who sucked on Ring of Honor. 
That's funny. We'll talk about that yeah. here in just a second. I do want to give a proper introduction to our guest drinking buddy. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how he flows with Miss Amanda Jane. We got Shakes NYG, Shakes Montana. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, Ref? How you doing, Miss Amanda? Oh, I'm doing good. Looking Thanks very beautiful. Producer, <laughs> 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 like, oh, you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Extra voice on the side, off camera, producer lady. Yeah, that's our producer lady over there. Jaden. Appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah, apparently oh, Marsh yeah. is producing today, and hey, yeah, this is the reason why we're still on episode one. We're still on episode one. We'll get it figured out. We can't get to episode two till we do episode one right. So, for three years or so, we've been working on getting episode one right. So we'll keep it going. Episode one again. Uh. Shakes, have you been keeping up with the with the news as much? Do, do you see all the Kota Ibushi stuff? Or are you more in tune with the the content of the shows than the than the news that's out there? More into the content, like uh, AEW, and I'll check out Ring on here and there, but not such a fan. But I follow it, so I can keep up. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, good news is there's not a ton of fans of Ring of Honor anyway. What about Impact? <laughs> do you watch any of Impact? Right. <laughs> I used to. I, I just don't know what direction they're going to now. They have mm-hmm. all these uh creative uh they're going back to like that ninety style of wrestling, right? Where you got like oh, the boogeyman and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I see with them doing over there in uh T N A and I'm just not with it. It's a new age thing. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. We try to keep up, especially on Thursdays. We try to keep up with what's at least going on, even if we're not watching the shows in general. Like, we haven't caught Impact in a while, but we pretty much know what's happening. We haven't caught NWA in a long time, but we keep track of who's going on. Plus, I mean, if it's Matt Cardona, then we're involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we're like, <laughs> dude. I do. And yeah, well, I, I like to follow wrestling, y'all. Y'all, as you know, um, I was on a, a show yesterday. Yeah, and I'm all into it, so yeah, I'm, sure. and I'm ready to learn movie. what y'all got to uh, say about indies. Nice, you know, nice. And you got a, you're in Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, in, in the chat, Grim Reaper says, "Hi, Shakes. Love the hat and the Saquon jersey." Appreciate it, Big Blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grim Reaper is uh, East Coast. He comes on from time to time too. You might, you might. Uh, meet him eventually. And Splinter Fox says, "Oh, fresh meat." Splinter Fox is our resident troll, uh, but he's he's good-hearted. He means well. <laughs> he said, "Impact has their own quote special fans out there." He's definitely a troll. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of gets... impact and Ring of Honor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so as we know, Jay White's been over at you know at Impact lately because yeah, I don't know what's there. going on with him and the whole Bullet Club. I'm sorry. Can y'all excuse me for one second? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on over there with whatever, but I guess apparently he was having a little Twitter war with another member of the Impact family. Yeah. My favorite, not Matt Taven. And yeah. I, you know, yeah. And what shut him up finally, Matt Taven, was Jay White had said, well, you know, at least I didn't destroy a full company and have it go out of business. 
That's funny. <laughs> Talk about salt. I love you, Jay White. I love him. Taven was and the champ when they when they stopped it, right? Or was he the champ right before it? Uh, who? Matt Taven? Taven, yeah. No, there that had moved on. That had moved on. Okay. Because he, he was champ for a while, right? He lost it to Roosh. Yeah, okay. I was there that night, but I got injured, so I didn't see the match, and I couldn't, like, boo him. Mm. And <laughs> so, but yeah, no, he, he did it. That was, uh, that night was the, um, was Boa, Battle of Amanda. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing was they had that open, not even open the show. It was the dark match. It was Jeff Cobb versus Brody King. What the? I don't understand <laughs> nice. that one. So, and they had a hell of a match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, Fox says Jay's a savage, says he's top five wrestler. And Ring Scoop says, Howdy, folks. Hope you all are having a good night. Always a pleasure to see Ring Scoops in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so cheers to you. And Splinter Fox says, Matt got the title due to all the people going to AEW. <laughs> no, no, he lost it to Roosh. I was there. Yeah, but he got it because all the people went to AEW, is what he's saying. No, he didn't. He wasn't supposed <laughs> to be in that picture. That was supposed to go to the man behind me on my background. He wasn't oh. there either, right? Because that was when he got well, pulled, right? He was right? there. He got screwed over. That was he. There were only two people for that show in Madison Square Garden that they hyped up that were going to be there. Definitely, Marty and Okada. Mm. Everyone else was just kind of added into wherever, mm. and that's what they were supposed to do. Ring of Honor was if he was staying around for them. They were going to give him the belt. Well, mm-hmm. didn't happen. Somebody, Bully Ray, and I blame you, buddy. Um, he's the one who couldn't put a kibosh on that because Taven's one of his guys. And that happened. And that was the downfall of Ring of Honor. Yep. Because, well, you know, wow. that was the first <laughs> downfall of Ring of Honor. Well, that, that show had like two. At, two at least downfalls. two. At least two. Tony yeah. buying it was uh-huh. another downfall. <laughs> That's ahead, what Chase. I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask because um, that was my question. Um, because I'm not such a huge fan of Ring of Honor, but I do know that Tony Khan bought him. Mm-hmm. And so is that is they um trying to merge Ring of Honor and AEW into one or what are they doing? Not exactly. Well, yeah, Tony's I, insinuated. Maybe you can tell me what he said if he said anything about it on Swerve's podcast. But on the on the the calls he had, or not the calls, but the the media scrums after some of the pay per views, he made it sound a lot like he was um, imagining it similar to NXT, that it would be a training ground for people to oh. come up to. Um, it might even end up being a studio show like Dark Elevation is right now. Uh, Amanda, did he say anything about it on the Swerve Pod? He more mentioned a lot of the alum. That worked for AEW. So Joe, Smojo, Punk, you know, those people. But I have a feeling that even though, because Tony's one of those kind of people that, oh, he'll say all these things and has some really great ideas, but they don't come into fruition or two. There's a motive that he doesn't want you to know. And I think really the the obvious motive was he wanted the, the collection. The library of old yes. Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So I think he wanted. I think that, 
Yeah, I think he wanted the the collection to to sweeten the deal for anybody who tries to buy streaming rights for AEW. He can say plus mm-hmm. a twenty year catalog because as it stood, yeah. he's got a three year catalog, only four pay per views a year. Like that's not a lot. That's not a lot to sell a streaming service to. So for him to say we got twenty years of back catalog on not only AEW current stars but uh, past WWE stars and current WWE stars, like it, it definitely sweetens the deal for a streaming deal. That's the only reason I think he got it. Did, Absolutely. What did you... that, don't lie. The other reason too is because he knew Vince wanted it too. Don't lie. Come on now. Yeah, because what I heard from rumors was um, that Shane was trying to get was trying to get Roy, um, Ring of Honor. I think that's a joke. Oh, <laughs> I think people were joke. I think so. But I think it was a joke on the whole uh, WCW takeover. There is a McMahon on the contract right. kind of a deal. Uh, Although, I wouldn't have been against it, man, if Shane and Triple H bought Ring of Honor and said, let's start this son of a bitch yeah, on our own, right? Yeah, they could have done something. Yeah, that yeah they could have done something with it. Mm-hmm. Marsh, since you're yeah. into graphics, what did you think of the new graphic? The new ROH logo? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it looks like a toilet brand. <laughs> I could see that right in the middle of a urinal towards the bottom. You know where they put the B sticker? I could see that little ROH logo right there because it's nice and simple, not too distracting. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Probably is the dude from One Hour Tease that did it. Mm. Now, I will say that that was what was positioned in the in the the paperwork, the the the, the, the trademark stuff they don't usually put finalized graphics in those oh so typically it's an idea and it's a more or less kind of concept that goes up there so hopefully by the time we see it it is uh much more flushed out uh if not it's flushed out enough to me like it's (laughs) oh man (laughs) oh god tony khan tony khan Spinner Fox says, I bet he's waiting to get the, get a TV deal before he can get ROH back on track. I don't think he has any intention of getting ROH on track at all. I think that he wants it to be his little, uh, it's just one more one more sandbox for him is my impression. Uh, he goes, I would love to see ROH on HBO Max or Paramount Plus, whichever subscriber company stays from the merger. Dude, that merger is crazy stuff too because there's not a good reason to keep a wrestling program if you don't want a wrestling program. And that's not to say that AEW doesn't in its own right belong or isn't successful. The reason that WCW went away is because there was a merger and the top guy said, I don't want wrestling on my show. When that, when that happened, we said, I don't want wrestling on my channel. They cut it. Even though WCW at the time was profitable and was getting better viewership than AEW is getting now more consistently. Even when we talk about like the dark era of WCW. So I'm just saying that it doesn't take anything, but one dude at top saying, I don't want that on my channel. I'd be curious to see if that happened, how 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 Tony could shop it around, but it's mm-hmm. going to be curious. Yeah. Hmm. Who knows? I'm just surprised that um Ted Turner has stuck his nose back into the wrestling business after WCW. What do you mean? With AEW? Because, I mean, bringing, yeah, bringing AEW to TNT and TBS, I'm so, I was surprised that he even went back into that type of thing because that war he really lost to Vincent man and if y'all know you know rich people man they don't like to lose to another rich person (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. rich person trying to you know tell him what to do yeah they got a one-up yes Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. 
historically speaking, the reason TNT lost WCW is because that was when Ted Turner got bought out. That was actually Ted Turner's exodus from Turner's company. So he's no longer part of Turner Broadcasting. A well time Warner is. Uh, Ring Scoops also brings up a good point of not only did he not want wrestling on the network because it was the new person. It was the person who replaced Ted. Ted wanted it because he wanted it. The new guy said, I don't want it because I don't want it. He goes, it was also wrestling that they owned themselves. He goes, this time around, the network doesn't even own it, which they don't. They're leasing AEW. He's like, so it would be an even easier decision. So if it's not bringing in the right numbers, it would be really easy. I'm not saying they should by any means. I'm not saying here it is. I'm just saying to me it's worth keeping an eye on because it doesn't take much, like you said, for a rich person to say I'm done losing money somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Says there's tidal waves going on about this merger. They're talking about replacing the Flash actor. Yeah, they already announced they're going to cut three billion right away. I mean, if you're trying to cut three billion and you're spending half a million an episode on a wrestling program that has people up in arms half the time, like I don't know, maybe. Uh, he did address that a little bit. What do you say? Well, I don't know how the con- that part of the conversation started, but he did like he did mention. Like with their fans, you know, oh, we have the best, the best fans, and I know that there was mention of, well, you know, why, you know, but they argue all the time with everybody. They're so critical. So then he's like, well, that just means they really enjoy it. No, no. What was really interesting about this podcast is half the time he couldn't look at Swerve or I can't remember who 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 co-hosts with him. Um, he couldn't he wasn't even looking at them his like eyes were shut and i'm sitting there thinking it's the drug it's the drugs wearing off tony what's going on what's going on so and he said some really weird things like he went on about you know how when he started AEW, his father didn't want him to start it because it was a waste of money but then his father was like well you know you and your sister are inheriting all of this so if you want to blow your money you're going to blow your money And then now that they were successful three years later, he's like, oh, I was wrong. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, they're re- if you really look at it, I mean, has he gotten his return on investment? I say no. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, and Tony's never even pretended he has. He just keeps saying, I have money. He goes, I can lose money yeah. forever and not <laughs> run out of it. And you're kind of like, well, that's not the argument you want to make if you're business-minded, I would assume. I mean, I'm not business-minded i'm not i don't even understand contracts that's true that's your shtick uh shakes what's in your glass ah just water man trying to to detox myself i guess (laughs) it's late for him it's where he's located i know i drink late at night it really is it's like 11 o'clock here what what time is it for y'all yeah it's it's almost eight over here almost eight yeah yep yep uh, although Splinter Fox does approve of you, he likes you more than sports beer. Just for the record, he put that out. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> he said oh, it. He that's, said it. That's because sports beer can't stand him. <laughs> you got mad at him. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. Wow. I let I'm him know saying, that too. I'm saying <laughs> yeah, beer. I'm yeah. a fan favorite now. <laughs> just don't tell him who your favorites are because then he'll start talking shit about yeah. them it depends on yeah. who your favorites are <sighs> you know what but he doesn't he... talk shit on my bailey not one bit well he talks shit about pete dunn and he knows it gets me riled up <laughs> yeah well now now he has he talked shit about butch though i don't know <laughs> the difference all right 
Uh, was there any other news you wanted to hit or anything special from that podcast before we just start talking about some AEW stuff? Um, no, not really, to be honest. Um, they, you know, it is your typical like Tony Khan kind of thing and, you know, hey, whatever. Oh, yeah, by the way, Splinter Fox, were you trying to butter me up with your little Col- Colt Cabana emoji waving? That Probably. was a good touch. It was a nice touch. <laughs> It'll work. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that he mentioned, and and Spinner Fox mentioned it before, and I didn't I didn't hit it, but uh, and Ring Scoops has been here too, talking about Ted Turner, talking about Ring of Honor logo looking like some fiber shit. So I don't want to, I don't Ring Scoops think I'm ignoring him. Uh, it's been making me giggle off to the side, um, but uh, he's he's talking some smack on uh, on on the old Carney Con. But uh, Tony said in that interview that they don't train talent there, which is an interesting yeah, thing to say right. for someone who's starting an organization with young talent who also brought in the Nightmare Factory, who has a faction named after the Nightmare Factory, which it, is based off the idea that they're training new talent. It shows. It definitely shows, <laughs> but it was a really interesting thing to say because now it comes across as, look, we tried training people. Uh, we don't think we're very good at it and we're just going to take people who are already trained which is an interesting approach well well, okay see when he said that Mm -hmm. three people i thought of immediately in my head uh a cardinal and he actually was like i have an answer to that i'm like oh you do okay because she was such a great great athlete before and blah 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 okay you must be listening to some old like JR back in the day, like, you know, they like football players and all this crap because just because you're a great athlete does not mean that you're going to be a great wrestler or have the charisma. I mean, it's taken her a long time to get comfortable. Like now I think she's comfortable, but you know, I mean, when she first showed up with Shaq, no, not at all. Um, I thought Shaq was better, but that's my opinion. Anyway. I would say that she's had more charisma than she's had in ring ability, and it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. been really heavy the one way where it's like she's all charisma, which isn't there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, that was all of Goldberg's career. Like, I, I didn't feel like they did a good job protecting her though, this the way they could have to make her to make it not obvious to us because we're watching it, yeah. seeing someone struggle for 15 minutes in the ring, and you go, why don't you just give her three minutes to get right, like protect her a little bit while she's learning. So there's that too. And that's another one. Yep, she's training. Oh. But she's not training with AEW. She's training with Gangrel. Really? That's Who also said in an interview that she's doing it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're being very transparent with their intentions. Yeah. Yeah. But someone it, asked who, asked him what it was like training her, and he goes, "I think she's just doing it because the money." Uh, he goes, "I got some pretty impassioned students," and he goes, "You know, I don't want to say she doesn't have passion." Like he was, he walked it back a little bit, but oh. up front he was kind of like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> get that money." Oh, I have intentions. Yeah, but yeah, you know. I mean, it kind of is what it is. Oh, and the other thing, too. I don't think that's bad either. A lot of people, especially back in the day, you only got into wrestling for the money for a long time. Now people aren't. And now it's weird that fans don't want someone who's business-minded about it. You wouldn't have had Stone Cold or Undertaker if you didn't have somebody who wanted to be in the business to make money. Uh, End of story. I think, Go ahead. in my opinion, I think it's, it's because as a fan, you want to know that that person is just as passionate as you are. Yeah. I mean, as fans, we are very passionate fans. Uh, we go to these events and we scream and 
loses our <laughs> lose our voice. Yeah. So yeah, it mean that much. If it means that much to us, it should mean that much to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, mm-hmm. and you should be one of us that grew up loving this, and so much that you said, "I want to do this." Yeah. Not someone that says, "Oh, I, I just want to be here for the paycheck." You're not going to get there all. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, right? There have been some legends who started out just trying to make money and then yeah. get the pet. So I don't know. Yeah. And the passion comes. AJ Styles has said it. Well, he didn't, he didn't grow up watching wrestling. He wasn't a fan of it at all, but as yeah. soon as he got in it, he started loving it and yeah. became an indie superstar. And now look at him like, yeah, mm-hmm. he, but I think he also got to a point where he was also doing it for the love of it. And I think people yeah. respect that too. Cause it wasn't just money. It wasn't like Brock coming into a developmental deal at like a quarter million dollars a year. And it was his first time seeing the ring, you know, but mm-hmm. And they, uh, and that can kind of drain you too, like yeah. um. For example, Sasha Banks, right? Like, she grew up, like she studied the business, like since she was a little girl. So it means so much what to her. And y'all see the things that she goes through, like she has to take her mental breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's draining, when yeah. when you really put so much, all into something and you're so passionate about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Draining. Yeah. Uh, pros and cons say, about everything. I'm I sorry. agree. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. Uh, Spinner Fox says that he subs to Colt. That's where he got that, Amanda. Uh, Ring Scoops yeah. is in there saying he would do it for the money. Yeah. He'd take, he take. subs to Colt. Yeah. Uh, he, he says, uh, Ring Scoops says he would do it for the money. He said he would take a hundy for an uppercut from Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. I'll tune in. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Ring Scoop says Batista was there just for the pay at the start, and he grew to kind of enjoy it. Uh, also started out late in life like Boogeyman. Uh, Bailey's one of us. Splinter Fox says. Uh, Ring Scoop says my run on the Indies was the other way. I got in first because of the passion, but bullshit politics made me lose it and just wanted to earn some dollar. Well, uh, yeah, he was a Batista? announcer for a long time. Hmm? Batista, he's probably making well at least a hundred times more than what he probably ever made in, in WWE. With probably oh, Batista's bank, he's bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. No, with the Guardians, I'm like, um, come on, you're in a ride at Disneyland or Dis- yeah, Disneyland because they're not at Disney World. It does make you think though about those ones that you mentioned, even like because we know Jade Cargill is learning from um, like Dustin Rhodes. Everybody. I think is a big part. Dustin Rhodes has been training Tay Conti and Anna Jay. We know Paige is training with Gangrel. I wonder if their learning curve is strictly up to them if. If Tony Khan's signing them, well, I need you here at this TV, and they have to take it the, on themselves to find a location to train in a way they want to learn, mm-hmm. as opposed to the WWE that says, come into our training facility and we will teach you what we do here. Tony's like, you better fucking find a way to get better at it, because I'm paying mm-hmm. you to be here on Wednesday. <laughs> You're like a right, true contractor right. in that sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, that was the other thing, too, speaking of Ty Conti. I of think course- that's what... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, of course, you know, Tony, he's like, oh, you know, it was my idea. No, dude, everything that comes out of, you know, there is your idea. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I'm like, don't say that. But he was like, you know, oh, you know, she's great and he's great and they're just such a cute couple off screen. I thought it would work well, but everybody hates it. They hate them. You can blame yeah. me for that. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm sure people hate them backstage too. <laughs> uh, I know people hate them backstage. God. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm not going to name names. But... Yeah, we, yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably best not. No. I'm blocked uh, by Sammy. I've been blocked by him for years. But that's a good point. Did that's true. He did that's himself, a good point. by the way. I don't know yeah, if you have yeah. heat with any wrestler shakes. Um, she's blocked by Sammy. I hate Sean Spears. It's kind of an ongoing thing. Oh, yeah. and tomorrow, we've got to <laughs> shout out and plug this. Okay. If you Go have ahead. IWTV, Independent Wrestling TV, tomorrow is obviously a West Coast Pro Night. Mm-hmm. I will be there. You will hear me. My <laughs> yeah. least favorite person in the world yeah. is wrestling. Ocean Spray. Oh. Ocean Spray. <laughs> yeah, Ocean so spray. I've actually told um, one of our commentators, uh, James Kincaid, shout out to you, James. Um, he listens to us every once in a while. Um, I said, how much can I pay you to call him Ocean Spray during the match? And he goes, you don't have to pay me anything. Now you put that seed into my head. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I'm like, yay. But I think there's only there's three people that I know of definitely that are booing him, but I am the loudest because if you go back and watch the Super J Cup in San Francisco, at the beginning of the match he's going back and forth with someone really loud. Wonder who that is. (laughs) (laughs) But remember, everybody, I subscribe to the there's three things in life that are certain: death, taxes, and squirrel feeds Osprey. That's true. That's true. That's uh, we do have one question from like Ring it. Scoops, and then we'll get into the shows. Uh, Ring Scoops says, "Question for y'all: Who's the weirdest block you got? Mine is Dixie Carter. Ring Scoops got blocked by Dixie Carter, which is funny. Hmm. To be honest, the only people I've come across that has blocked me are some hardcore AEW fans, and it makes me laugh. I have no idea yeah. who they are. But yeah, I don't know. But I saw someone responding to a tweet, and I didn't know what it was, and I went and clicked on it. it said this person has you blocked, and I was like, oh, all right, cool, yeah, perfect." <laughs> You know how many wrestlers have me blocked? Everybody oh loves God. me. <laughs> I, have a, I have a fan club, and then I have people who hate me. So my hater club consists of Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. Ocean Spray, mm-hmm. um, Jonathan Gresham. Um, let me think of who else. I'm trying big names. Nick Aldis. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, let's see here. I think um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Corbin has me muted, but he doesn't have me blocked. That's because I think you spoiled a surprise. Possibly, it was not a surprise. It was booked on the show. Okay, well, he was in a feud with Roman Reigns. I ended up sorry. in an airport with him, and I made a tweet saying, "I just spotted Baron Corbin. He's on his way to Phoenix. Roman better watch his ass." And then I made a comment it. saying, "Like I'll wait to." I was like, "I'll wait to uh, bow to the king at SmackDown." And then that was it. He's never liked or seen it any of my tweets ever since. Much. It might have been too much. I was wearing um, a Bailey shirt at the time. Well, yeah, that's a low. Yeah, yeah you, you probably freaked him out. Yeah, you can't spoil that. You freaked him out. He's bigger than me. Okay. Was he scared of me? Oh, what am I going to do to him? Golden gloves got. He could have knocked me the fuck out. There's some weirdo people out there. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdo people out there. A lot of weirdo. Yeah, and then, oh, just a bit of trivia. Colts blocked me before. Really? Why did he block me? So, true story. First, um, Double or Nothing at StarCast. A lot of friends who went to that. And over a hundred people went up to him and was like, 
why did you block Amanda? You need to unblock her. Some and he already had. It was like I think I was on block for like uh, three days. Yeah. And he goes, I unblocked her already. He goes, they're like, no, you shouldn't be blocking her. All of a sudden, I get you know a little slide into the DM and he's like, boy, you know a lot of people. I had a hundred people at least come up and tell me don't to not to block you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because everyone knows you're one of my favorites, and it upset a lot of people besides myself. But you know, is what it is. Uh, Yeah, but I can't. They had you back. Yeah, they had you back. Yeah, and everyone just loves shakes, so I think we're good. I think we're good. You guys want to talk some yeah, AEW? I have no problems. Yeah. What about any, anybody yeah, from the NFL block you? <laughs> no, no. Everybody huh? loves me. All right. All right. Loves me. How can you hate me? How can you hate me? You gotta be a bad person to hate me, man. <laughs> well, you know who also blocked me was the San Francisco Giants. But that's okay because I hate them to trash. Amanda, you have no filter. This is why everyone blocks you. The, the entire Giants. <laughs> you made it sound like the entire team collectively, one at a time, blocked you. Is what it sounded like. The entire San Francisco Giants and their Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, wow, Willie Mays blocked me. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, is it because I wanted to go to your statue and put green and gold, you know, streamers and wet it so it's hard to take off. And see, Amanda, <laughs> see. This is, this is the problem. <laughs> yeah. We didn't, we didn't do it because someone told me that, oh, you would go to jail and rot Amanda, there. Okay. Right. Well, on. on Rampage, was there anything on there that you, you told me specifically I had to watch Jay Lethal versus, let me pull up his name so I can say it right. Um, Konosuke Take Shitta. Yeah. Not Take Shitta. You're like trying to say Take Shitta. <laughs> what it says. I'm reading out loud. You're not doing that right. There's no way you're doing that right. Amanda, how is it pronounced? It can't be right. It's probably Sheeta. It's it says take Shitta. It's probably Shitta. Yeah. Not Shitta. Alright. What? I'm reading out loud. You're horrible at it. Yeah. Hooked on phonics did not work for you. I wonder if that's still around. It's all baby Einstein now. So I watched this match. I fa- I let the I let the show play through for the most part with the sound off. Uh, <laughs> Baker and Hater against Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Firstly, the crowd, this entire thing with the sound off. That crowd wasn't moving for anything. They were nope. just a dead crowd. Were they making noise at all? Because I saw three people clap politely for a couple of spots but they were all sitting there sideways they're like down low they're just like Fuck. well they it's probably like an 11 hour on... recording thing right yeah they probably were on like and especially because they don't i don't think they opened the doors before um dynamite oh so already east coast that's a long haul yep if he came out here which he doesn't you know that's different because we can we can withstand that and like the people in la it's like we can do a freaking bolo which is like 14 hours almost on the last day so you can do that and it's hotter than hades room you can do almost anything 
that was back in the Reseda days. But um, yeah, no, the crowd was awful. It was even awful yeah. during Dynamite. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. I just noticed they were dead, dead. Uh, so I kind of that match was okay. I thought. Uh, I mean, you guys can tell me what you thought about it, but then I kind of just let it play through. I fast forwarded through the Owen Hart uh, tournament, and then I watched Jay Lethal. Was there anything happened in those first three matches that you guys wanted to talk about? I'm glad Ruby Soho is finally getting some TV time. That's what I was going to say, and I think that is it a good thing. Well, yeah, always, but yeah. It was like when she came around, it was like, woo, 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 hype, 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 vanished. And that's why I hate some of these people who are coming over. You know, the only ones that seem to be uh, staying on a regular basis are those big names he's paying big money to. Yeah. So. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the only time people are actually were active on that show no, when, they wake when up. Adam Cole came out and did that's the only time it is yeah <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> they like to interact but yeah they don't... and it's not a lot of interaction with AEW it's no. more wrestling it's more wrestling yeah but their fans they have are really kind of weird because I think that these are probably the first time they've come out from their cave or what what not yeah. just being you know seeing you know how they act on you know, on Twitter and social media. So, but I'm not well, saying, you know, that I'm not can, saying. I'm just can saying. I speak on it? Yeah. Just, yeah. just from my experience, because um, they just did two shows in Baltimore. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if y'all knew that. Oh, oh yeah, I, I didn't know that. I did not know they was coming to town, and I'm hey, like, oh, where is the promotion? They always are in Baltimore. AW? I hate. I hate I when companies. Never, I've never seen. They saying AEW is coming to town. I, oh. I, they need more promotion because, like, for example, you will watch a TV show and you will catch uh, WWE. Oh, they're coming to your town. Come now. Uh, get your tickets now. You don't see that with AEW. I don't see it. Excalibur. Not here. That's Marsh's well, favorite you, commentator. He's saying you'll see it on something else, though. Like, yeah. he's saying you'll be watching a different show, like local news, and it'll break in. Hey, this show, they're, they're coming to town. Yeah. I got an oh, email. Exactly. I got three emails two days ago because WWE was going to Phoenix and Tucson, and I was alerted by both the venues and exactly WWE. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and, I, and I don't get that with AEW. And that's why the, when they come to town, I'm like, oh, you, they was here? Yeah, they made, the, yeah. Because the, the venues know that I've bought tickets for WWE events at those shows before. Right. So anytime another they come through, through again, they're like, hey, WWE's yeah. coming back. You want to keep right. buying? And WWE gotcha. must have eyes on me because they were right. right away. Hey, you're going to want to know we're coming by again. <laughs> right, okay. Right, right. Well, <laughs> well also, in DC. <laughs> yeah. there, there's been a smaller promotion, too, that um, I felt like when they were starting up. The locals didn't know about it because it's they were just like, man, like, where's where's the the promotion? And it's just like you guys got to market like yeah. to the people in the locations. So yeah. did you end up missing AEW in Baltimore? Yep. Both oh. and my nephew and my nephew killed me. They looked at me like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. They blocked I you on Twitter. Be... Like that's it. And this right. this goes this, this goes to show how like you can't assume that every single fan is gonna be a super fan following every single social media and yada yada. Like, come on, there are gonna be some casual fans that might actually want to support you locally. Also, in defense, 
in defense of Excalibur saying that they're coming to a town near you, sometimes they're just promoting the site, saying, hey, go to AEW Ticks and see where we're coming. They don't always list the cities they're coming to. Mm. And secondly, right. in defense of Excalibur, a lot of people turn off the commentary for AEW full stop. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people tell me that they love the show, but they turn down the commentary because either Rampage has Jericho being as annoying as possible. Mm. Uh, a lot of people are getting frustrated with, uh, um, they're frustrated with JR, which to me, JR is my favorite. Yeah, I love he, JR. He makes me laugh every yeah, time I, I watch understand. AEW. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. that with um with yeah. dynamite. I, I like the commentary now. Rampage, I can understand that. Uh, not mm-hmm. nothing against Chris Jericho, but it's like okay, he you does. you are in in ring. You are mm-hmm. in ring competitor, and now you're commenting on somebody. You you've got to wrestle next week. It it, it, it just don't <laughs> make sense. Yeah. yeah, it's too regular for that. Yeah, uh, and I. I've seen a lot of people. Yeah, Stark is on there too, and I've seen a lot of people complain about Shivani too. He, Shivani. I, I noticed one week when I left the commentary on a couple of weeks ago that he said the most superfluous stuff every time. Good point, Jr. Oh wow! Like it was the weirdest <laughs> kind of like NBA Jam style commentary, where he's all like, "None of that means anything, Tony." <laughs> Boom shakalaka. Okay, thanks, Tony. It was like he didn't bring anything, but. Yeah, people... I do like it. You know what I find weird with right. it? Do you know what I find weird with it? Mm-hmm. Um, when William Regal comes along, right? And he calls him the man with the mask. And, you know, and I, I'm like, you're just going to let him just call you that? Like, you have a name. The man with the mask. And, he, and, and they just go on with their com- conversation like he didn't just dismiss your whole name bro like <laughs> that's what's weird to me <laughs> but i'm petty a... i'm petty and i love it because i'm so annoyed every time it cuts to the desk and i see excalibur with his mask on because for one i think the mask is goofy looking to begin with like the eyes are really close to each other so it looks like a tiny face on a big mask and it's completely without reason or explanation like he's always been this masked guy on commentary and they don't ever talk about it he barely talks about when he wrestled in the past anyways so we'll I find it really weird. So for me, I love when Regal sits down. As soon as I see Regal come out, I turn the commentary up. because so I was like, I want to mm-hmm. hear him bash on Excalibur. It's going to be funny. Man with the mask. <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, even yeah. I do will say this. When JR gets really salty, he's, he's probably a little tipsy. That's the best. The other one that I really like is on Dark. Yeah. You have um, Excalibur and Taz. And sometimes those two, it's like they don't give a fuck. And it's no. hilarious. And I, that's why I like watching that because the two of them, the banter, it's great. You know? Yeah. And Mark Henry and Big Show are doing pretty well. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, with uh, Dark, uh, you know, the other one, the other YouTube show. But yeah. I definitely think that, um, yeah, there were also- the commentary. You know, oh, Tony, because Tony, Tony said on the past, he said we don't have a performance center. We have dark and dark elevation. He said that's where they train yeah. people. So for him to say, yeah, but, we're not training people anymore. It's kind of, oh, yeah. The, okay. Here's what he also said. He mm-hmm. said, is he was, they swerved like, oh, you're going to um, bring Ring of Honor on, you know, on TV. And he goes, well, no, I mean, because that would be seven hours of TV. Hmm. I'm like, you, are you not counting your internet wrestling too, dude? That'd be more like 10, 11 hours. Yeah. Yep. 
and it's gonna be the same people over and over again so come on yeah. Uh, I'm going to catch up on the chat here real quick. Spinnerfox did mention that he asked Cole in, in one of his Twitch streams why AEW didn't shout out that he was on Young Rock. Uh, and he said he has no idea. Uh, Cole said he didn't know. Uh, so he thinks that Cole might be upset with AEW. No. Um, why would he be upset with AEW? The guy makes a dollar off of each shirt. Whether he's there or not, he's making a dollar off, he's off not each shirt. Making, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, but he can be annoyed with them and still make money off them. Uh, Scoop says he's not hooked on phonics, but he's hooked on chronic. Very good. Very good. Fox like Jay and take Shitta. He liked Rhea mm-hmm. and Yuka. Uh, Scoop says if you dodge a wrench, you can watch AEW, which is true. Also, Raj Jiri from Wrestling Inc. said that because he tunes in early for AEW Dynamite, that he's made him a big fan of Big Bang Theory, which comes on right before AEW. And he'd never watched Big Bang Theory, but now he like always catches it. And I thought that's the most anti-AEW thing I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> that's going to make me stop watching. If you're going to tell me I'm going to end up liking Big Bang Theory by the end, well, then I'm done here. <laughs> no, thanks. That's why I stream, so then I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, so. There you go. Uh, Spinner Fox says he noticed AEW crowd doesn't enjoy women's wrestling very much. He goes, it pisses him off, uh, changing a lot, and he's not liking it, what AEW's direction is. Um, you stay on Twitch. Oh, he's talking about Adam Cole. Um, let's see. Ring Soup says it's one plus about WWE's performance center. People learn how to work a camera and develop character. Uh, Ring Soup's also gets emails from everything coming through San Diego. Mm-hmm. Fox says three fucking emails about WWE coming to New Mexico. I was like, the fuck blocked. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's what I'm saying. At least they tell you they're coming. Shakes yeah, is at right. home going like, that's up the road. What the fuck just happened? Exactly. <laughs> you need to Wait, go. what? He like, looks through it. his blinds and can see the fireworks. He's like, come oh, God. Is Cody coming out? I'm saying a neighbor on TV. He'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, you know that I think Awful. it's AW Ticks. There's a newsletter. It comes out every Wednesday of Dynamite. I'm not following that shit. I'm sorry. I got a life and work and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, well, you who know has why time? I, okay. You know why I get the newsletter? Because they have the pre-sell codes for the show. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. I'm yeah, still going to get English. But you're like super dedicated. Yeah, Props dedicated. to you, but I can't keep no. up with all that shit. I wanted to know when, you know, they... <laughs> no, I wanted to know these codes because, you know, when I was toying with going to um, Rampage and uh, uh, Dynamite in Vegas, which I sold my tickets. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, by the way, Marsh, yeah. uh, your buddy has not... accepted. Yeah, he, he's not accepted the, um, the transfer tickets? of the tickets. Yeah. Did he give you money? Mm-hmm. So you got yeah. the money. He just hasn't taken the tickets? No. Do you sell them again? No, I'm kidding. No. I'll message him. I'll tell him. <laughs> Do that, okay? I don't do that. I don't even. got to go in there and accept it. Grim Reaper brings up a really good point. He says AEW needs more West Coast tours. The in in the immediate future, East Coast crowds are getting tired of it. Yeah. Uh, and Ring Scoops and Spinfox both say he's on fire. Talking <laughs> NBA Jam. Um, <laughs> well, oh, Spinfox. Next time you go on cold stream, you should think. Have you blocked Amanda lately? Yeah, better unblock Amanda. Good. Uh, Spinnerfuck says Excalibur won't say shit to Mr. Regal because he'll get his mask knocked the fuck out. I can see that too. Can you imagine if fucking Excalibur's all like, say that again, Regal? And Regal's like, I would fucking love to. And just fucking walks over there. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I'm scrolling through a little bit of it. I think Joe and Seven Wuro. Bastard still has my rake for this time. It's over AEW. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Spinner Fox says producers has to keep her email clear for all the Butch fandom uh, newsletters that come through. Okay. So. <laughs> I just all took right. my headphones off. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. The Rampage thing specifically, there was, to me personally, there wasn't a ton here except for Jay Lethal. But even then, I'm going to be honest, it felt kind of like a short match where Jay Lethal got the win. And it, I, I didn't feel like I saw a lot to make me go, oh shit, this is the dude. You know what I mean? Keep keep his name in your mind. Okay. Because he just debuted at PWG and he's starting to make the, I don't want to say the good indie circuit, but... You know, he's doing Defy, West uh-huh. Coast Pro. Um, We're good. I think maybe Warrior Wrestling. All right. Um, oh, good, good. Yeah. That would I make think sense. So. And probably, I think, maybe Black Label Pro, maybe. No, he, def- GCW, definitely. I think he's on the GCW, too. So Is, keep an eye out. Has Ruby just become just a general placement lackey? Because, like, she's only out there with Tony now. And I feel like before Tony, she was out there around, like, someone else a bit. Kingston. I can't remember who. Who? Kingston. Kingston, Eddie. yeah. He's all, she's always, like, coming to help Eddie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I know, know why Rebel's there at all. No. I don't see what she brings to anything. And I don't mean that. In a, I don't mean that like disrespectfully. I mean that literally, she doesn't seem involved in any of the things. She's just standing around, and like, they don't use her to well, talk much. They don't use her to wrestle. She barely interferes. Like, I just don't know what's ha- why she's there, except that she's Britt's friend. Well, not only that, but before um, she even started getting on TV, she was like their lead makeup artist. Oh, that could be part of it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Shakes anything on on this rampage that you wanted to to talk about? Did you? How have you been liking AEW lately? Because I feel like I've been talking to a bunch of AEW fans and diehards, and there does seem to be a bit of a shift. And I do know that some people are saying they've felt a difference since Cody left specifically, thinking that he had much more of an influence backstage than some people were giving him credit for at the time. What Overall, this week and the last week or so of AEW Dynamite and Rampage, how have you been enjoying the shows? Well, I was... I was enjoying it when they first presented it on TNT, mm-hmm. and now it's starting to, to kind of get a little dull. And it's like, um, like I get it with you know you get these uh ex uh, WWE superstars and you bring them over there, but it's it's just seeming like it's just oversaturated. It's just too many, and mm-hmm. they don't know what to do with certain guys like they'll have a war and it'll only last for like two weeks and then it's over with we we on to the next yeah i'm like i don't i don't know what's going on here like i i can't get uh invested in a a a battle because the next week they run another battle i'm just i'm like i don't know what's going on yeah their programs seem like they just um, run through froze up on me a little bit. It happened yesterday too. I would there say goes. that um MJF. Yeah. Uh-oh. Go ahead. On MJF. Is uh holding it on us. I'm sorry, did you look me? Say it one more time. I think he's trying to um cause 
War Pig. <laughs> with War yeah. Pig. I think that is that's a great entertaining thing that's going on with them. And then um Undisputed Era being over there. It's just that I think they wasted Undisputed Era. I was like, what yeah. are they doing with them? Like they have them on camera all the time, but they're not doing anything with them. None of them got no belts. None of them are winning anything uh significant. When it's yeah. a a big match, they lose. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? So yeah, yeah I, it, they just confusing me with what they they're trying to do with all the talent that they did, mm -hmm. um, intake from uh WWE's firings. Yeah, it doesn't feel like as much as people want to try and give credit and say that there's a long story, long term storytelling, or that there's slow burns. I feel like there really is none that's present right now. It's I mean, I even. Not really. I even saw someone Which try one? to bring up Julia Hart and said that the Julia Hart House of Black thing was long-term storytelling. I was like, no, it's they just that they they it. came back to it six months later. There's a difference. You know what I mean? Like, and they botched it. And they botched it. It feels like stockpiling, honestly. Yeah, it, and it feels like he's got no finesse. Like, he just... He goes, oh, I want to see this match. Let's do the match. Okay, now that I saw it, we can move on. And it's like, no, no. Let's move on. Why, did, yeah. why didn't we do something to get to that? Like, the Owen Hart tournament, just to get into it. I mean, the qualifying matches were more anticipated than the actual matches because Absolutely. he started out with all the ones that he wanted to see in the tournament. Well, put him a couple brackets in. It's Get like, there in a clever way. It's like a video yeah. game without story. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'll say that this Dynamite, by the end of it, I just kind of turned it off. I didn't watch the main event. But you tell me, you guys, did you, you guys both watch Dynamite? Oh, yeah. I did. I did, yeah. What you think? But, um, like see, that's what's so crazy about it. Can you remind me what was the main event again? The main oh, event was Jeff Hardy and Darby I... trying to kill themselves. Yeah. The, see, the fact, I, I, the I, fact I, that he had to ask that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but you see, that one was And like... I watched it. And I watched it. That's what's so crazy. <laughs> you know, that one, I knew mm. someone was probably going to die or really injure themselves, so I had no interest whatsoever. It was bad. I was seeing the bumps, and I was like, for what? Like, uh, honest to God, when Darby jumped off that ladder in the ring, that 20-foot ladder, he probably jumped further and landed harder than Foley did in Hell in a Cell. Oh, probably. Like, when you think about it, he was – because the, the cell when Foley was in there, I think, was 16-foot high. This dude was on a 20-foot ladder in the ring and went to the outside of the ring to mm -hmm. hit chairs that didn't have give, and at least the ring had give – when Foley went through, I'm just saying this to say that that bump changed everything about McFoley's life. Mm -hmm. It changed everything about his career path. It changed the entire motion of the of the the match. The match was different after that bump. He hits, and everything skews. Mm -hmm. Darby fell out. A minute later, they're up and jumping around and stuff. Like mm -hmm. no one's gonna remember that bump, and it was probably more devastating to that dude's life. Then they're even going to allow it to breathe for you know what I mean? Like it was crazy to me. Yeah, I've always and I've been told Darby when I met Darby, I, sometimes I can't watch you because yeah. you're, I, I don't want to be in the crowd and you die. Yeah, he, and he was very nonchalant. Well, you know we're all going to die. So oh, you know. that's such like a fifteen-year-old thing to say. I yeah. swear I to God, live I fast, know. die young, right? Right. Well, yeah. But I was like. <laughs> But I don't want to pay money and see a death like that. Mm -hmm. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like until <laughs> it's one thing if you kill yourself doing stuff. It's one thing if you made me pay to watch you. Watch it. I, I want to <laughs> see really, that. That's really that's match. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's such a such an adolescent thing to say until yeah. you realize like your friends are starting to go. Yeah. You know, like that's just come on, dude. Yeah. Can you yeah. not be that kid? Yeah. I will say this though, even though um, Darby. Uh, he wrestles with recklessness. Mm-hmm. To see Sting still jump off oh, yeah. railings onto people mm-hmm. at the age that he is at, I'm amazed. Like, are you serious? Well, That's like my granddad sitting here <laughs> going on top of a shelf and then jumping on top of me. I can't see it. I can't see it. I would be like, dope. "Are you crazy? You 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 you're losing your mind." Yeah, so but imagine what your nephews guy. would say if they saw your grandpa do that, though. Yeah, I mean, my nephews would be like, oh. "They buy his T-shirts right away." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he's a hero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that works. I don't think anyone expected Sting to be doing that. I know we didn't. We did not. Sting said he did not. Sting said he did not. <laughs> oh my god! Sting said that was not in the plans. There wasn't well, something he ever wanted to. Well, yeah, he doesn't have double. to. He'll still get paid. He'll still get paid. I'm right. That's why I'm like, why are you doing that? You don't have to do that no more. Mm-mm. I mean, it's I amazing just... to just still see you that that you're still in the ring. You don't have to do what you're doing, man. I know you're not that you're not walking like Hulk because he comes mm-hmm. out and he's you know he's wobbly and you don't know yeah. if the knee's gonna give out. Like yeah, you, yeah, it, it's, I, it's scary. I don't like watch personally. I don't. I don't follow every week AEW, but I don't like watching any promotion where I feel like anyone's gonna die. Like that is not what I ever want to see. Yeah, well, there was some some bad bumps yeah. in that one, and to themselves, they were doing it to like nothing. There was like, oh, then and then you get out of the way, and I'll just smash my back on a thing, and you're like, fuck, man, yeah. like, um, uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's hard to watch. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna go through a little bit. So what did we like? Um, Spinner Fox does say he's got a bone to pick with MJF. Let's talk MJF because you brought it up. Uh, he goes, I'm saying it now. He's overrated. Here's why. Every storyline is the same damn thing. Stardust stipulations, Jericho stipulations, Punk dumbass stipulations, Wardlow stipulations. By the end of 2024, WWE won't want MJF because he'll be exposed. I will say that I think that although uh, Spinner Fox is harsh about it, I think that there's merit in the concept because I've seen people be critical that – MJF is rehashing his entire storyline every time with very minimal tweaks. I've been saying for a bit that every now and again I get a glimpse of the potential that is MJF's promos. Some of the ones he cut with CM Punk were absolutely incredible. But half of the ones that he does are very typical. And he yells a lot. And then he calls the audience ugly and fat. And you go, okay... Same thing I was telling you yesterday about Edge. I was like, he just said you're dumb and ugly. And I was like, okay, like, that doesn't do anything for me. I think MJF relies too much on typical old style uh, street insults. Well, your mom didn't say that. Oh, he roasted him. Not really, dude. It's not really a roast. But those moments where he really is able to dig in and do something with it like he did with Punk, those are the moments where you go, oh, there's something there. This is a massive deal. He's doing this at a different level. He just doesn't do it as much as I think that he 
should be doing it. Those those type of promos. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. But I I think for me, I feel like, and I like the MJF thing because spoiled brat, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, he is the epitome of a spoiled brat. He is a guy that is used to getting his way, and to me, that is annoying. And you want to boo that guy. <laughs> you want to boo that guy. And what I told you yesterday is that is what is wrestling. You want yeah. to boo that guy. You want to be like, for for example, what we was talking about with the street profits, how cocky and brash they are. And you mm-hmm. like, man, you know, they they putting it like they cheer for it, but cheer for it. But really, you like, man, I really want to boo for that. Like, yeah. somebody had just, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. You want to boo that guy. And it's the same with MJF. You want to boo him because he is a guy that is used to getting his way. And more than likely, he's going to get his way. He's <laughs> yeah. better than you, and you know it. Yeah. yeah, he's getting what he wants. That's a good point. Uh, he does say, Splinter Fox does say the best match was Cole versus Hardwood. I'll be honest with you, knowing when I got into it that Cole was going to win, I didn't really watch it. I turned it on and was listening to, to some of it and was kind of doing stuff. Because honestly, Dax Hardwood should have won the whole tournament. The second I knew that he was out, I was like, well, I don't know what I'm watching here anymore. I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed like uh, he was deferring to Adam Cole. It was trying to make Adam Cole seem more bigger than what he was. Making him look good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To me in that match. It just seemed like that, you know, he was just deferring to him. That's mm-hmm. what I see. Okay. Well, really, Adam Cole's not that – I don't think he's that great. Yeah. No, he's good, but he uh, ain't yeah, – yeah. No, but of Undisputed mm-hmm. Era – I'm like yeah. all about, you know, Fish and O'Reilly. And they're like, I really wish we'd see more Red Dragon, but, you know, not my promotion. So I don't, you know, I don't book yeah. these things. But uh, O'Reilly is very, he's a sleeper, man. Um, mm-hmm. He's very yeah. talented, and I don't think that they showcase his skills enough. No, uh, I don't think for sure. Uh, NXT, when he was on NXT, they did that either. But the, the only time you really got a glimpse of it when he was doing stuff with Balor. Yeah. His program with Balor was the only time you I, you really started going, oh, shit, this guy is, like, special. Yeah. And then everything else has been, like, he's just another guy in that program. It's been weird. Yeah. And then he became that weird hipster. Yeah, Jason Mraz-looking guy. Jason Mraz-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, quick question, Shakes, do you I, I a lot of people get really up in arms about uh DQ finishes and roll up victories and stuff. Is that a point of contention for you ever? Um well not not DQs, but uh roll ups I, I find that um very cheesy and easy way to just give somebody a win. You know? Mm-hmm. Like and I get it, you know, with the backwoods and everything, you know, that's just nice and all. But to me, it's just, how you going to win every time by rolling up somebody? Like every time? Oh, I'm going I'm to I'm pull this tight. So I'm going to pull this tight to make sure I get a love and leverage. Like, come on. Nah, I ain't mm. with that. But DQs, yeah. Knock somebody over the head with a, with a uh, candlestick or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can't beat you. I'll beat you this way. Yeah. Don't do that, Because that... Well, because it made me laugh that the Darby Allen-Jeff uh, Hardy match ended in a roll-up. All these massive bumps where they were killing themselves and each other, and then it right. ends with a little roll-up. I was kind of like, that's Come on, funny. that's cheap, man. That's a cheap way to give a victory, man. Made me laugh. Definitely mm-hmm. made me laugh. <laughs> um, Brendan Fox does say that, because I heard someone else say this, so I'm going to bring it up. He says, as for the Owen Hart Cup, I don't think Martha, ca- Martha cared about it. So when the camera kept panning to her, she was not interested. The tournament was a big old botch. He goes, uh... Which I saw a lot of people say is like Martha doesn't care about this. Like they keep panning to her and she kept looking like disinterested. Or, or maybe she didn't want to see a dude fucking jump twenty feet to the ground. To their death. Fucking a. Like, uh, let's see. I don't know how it could be saved. Say what, Amanda? I said it's just a tournament. We don't need. It's not like. Right. Uh, what is? What did they call that one? The GC. Well, CZ. Oh yeah. The tournament yeah. of death. Yeah. No. It's not, yeah. Yeah. It's just a tournament. Yeah. So she doesn't need to be all that invested in it. Yeah. Um, he said the best match were the qualifiers. He goes, I don't know I could save. The only way is if the Jokers are great. And he thinks that she just re- being replaced by Statlander because apparently she got injured and is back yeah. in Japan. So she might be done. Um, let's see. Spencer Fox says, I think a roll-up is needed here and there. And needed here and there, but not at the time. And DQs could be used for heels only not baby faces yeah for sure i think sometimes you do need roll-ups and stuff but this was a weird one where you have a bunch of massive massive bumps he takes the other guy's finish and then rolls them up i didn't feel like that was the right spot for a roll-up but i don't know I don't, and it I'm wasn't you know it's it. not like it was like heel in the face i mean that's true so it's like why why do you need that also but, why was their match like this no dq massive weapons match and no other owen hart tournament match was i thought a tournament would have you know the same rules for every match it's Tony's world, and you <laughs> watch it. You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. all I can say with that. I didn't. That's what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. You know. Uh, Tony Storm did get the win over Jamie Hader, so she's still one of my favorites to win that one. We'll see how that goes. Uh, was there anything in this episode that you guys particularly loved? <clears throat> Punk. You must say punk and Johnny Hungy. No, but it was great that that the I flipped for the people listening. I flipped Marsh off. Um, mm-hmm. No, the people in Long Island hated him. That oh was my like, gosh, man. that was reception. awesome. It was. It was awesome. It was. They booed him so loud. I never seen or heard CM Punk get booed like that mm-hmm. ever. Yep. Ever. Yep. So shakes. Long you, Island showed up. Long Island you're a, showed up. You're a sports guy. Commentary I noticed didn't mention it at all, but supposedly the jersey that that CM Punk was wearing was specific to get the crowd to boo him. What was the importance of that particular Long Islander jersey? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm okay. not sure. You, that's a that's a, a question for Beer. You, oh, you know him in hockey. That's a good point. That's a good point. But um. I was I was amazed too. Like um, I'm like, now, if you see a punk and you going to Long Island, I would think you would wear a Chicago Blackhawks or something like mm-hmm. that. But for him to come down with a long, you know, uh, uh the the Islanders, which mm-hmm. is right there, Long Island, it's like okay, he's giving y'all, you know, he's going for the crowd. He's going for his fan favorite thing, man. And to see him get booed, you know, I was. I was like, 
Are you a CM Punk guy or no? I love that. Like, how, am I a CM Punk fan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to say I'm a fan, but I do respect and love what he brings to wrestling. Now, mm-hmm. you know me, like I said, I love the heels. Now, if he was a bad guy, hell yeah, I'd be his biggest fan. <laughs> but fan favorite, mm-mm. that's why I was so happy to see him get booed in Long Island. And then so happy to see that MJF got cheered there. Like he was a god. Which also I wanted to bring up for those who may not have noticed it, but I noticed it. When um, Silver came out and the Dark Order came out, there was someone missing. And no, we're not talking about Stu Grayson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No Cabana. Negative How you doing? Negative one? No, Cole Cabana. <laughs> See, I tell you, that's long-term storytelling. It will happen, people. I swear to God. And they need to bring that match to Long Island because he got booed so hardcore. So that could be a cabana crowd. So I'm just saying. But anyways. I thought it was weird that he used the Buckshot Lariat to win Punk because he also Mm -hmm. did not execute it very well. No. And every time he keeps copying other people's stuff, he does a bad job at it. And I think he needs to just stick to his own shit. Yeah. His five moves is doom. Wait, yeah. no, he doesn't have five moves. He's got like three. Yeah. Yeah, that the whole roster pretty much does the go to sleep. They just call it different things. And that's a good point because even Danhausen does the go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you guys think got... about Danhausen getting his fucking ass handed to him? That was great. <laughs> that was great. What? That's wrong. <laughs> that's so wrong. But you know what? It wasn't wrong. It was right because it's like, what purpose does Danhausen? have i don't know, you know? he's i don't know he's entertaining he's just he's gonna mm-hmm. put the voodoo on you he's, oh. he's gonna no. curse you. you but it don't work on my man hook and that's what i like when okay. hook came down and saved mm-hmm. he's like i'll help this dude yeah and then we gave him one and shook his hand yeah was like, i don't know what's i i don't know about my son i have no idea i'm like <laughs> You're going to disown your son. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely did not understand what the point of that whole thing was because no. Tony Nese has been not a player in Dynamite. No. Or AEW. And for them to be hyping up Dan Housen as much as they have and then finally have his in-ring debut and have him just get demolished like that, I just didn't know what it was serving, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I think they're trying to... Make it like um, Tony Nese is just gonna just take out all your little favorite oh, cartoonist right. kind no, of people. No. Do you think he'll take I out think that's Cassidy? What they're trying to do. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no. Right. I don't. That's a weird one. I have no idea. No. Um. But Marsh. Yeah, go ahead. Got one very very important match that's near and dear to my heart. I watched no other matches. I turned it off right around. Liar. So to, towards the end of MJF's promo, I, I turned it off. Cause so you it was did just, not It just see... takes forever. MJF takes not... forever to talk. Well, I know, but you. so you didn't see? Um, I saw the Dark Side of the Ring parody. Which that was great. That was great. I, I did not like it, but I can understand why people did. It was hilarious. Uh, I love Barry Horowitz made it. He that was funny. Barry Horowitz is a good yeah. dude. I saw the very end. I saw the finish of Starks versus Jungle Boy, but I did not watch the match. 
I wanted to see how it ended, and that's what I saw. Well, you knew how it was going to end anyway. But I will say this. Um, I've been very privileged to see Jungle Boy wrestle when he was starting. And I always have thought when they put him with uh, Snoozosaurus mm-hmm. that it was a waste. Um, mm. If he ca- carries that team anyway. And I've said that before in episode one. And we all we all know my my love of Cirque and you know I'm glad that he's getting to wrestle on TV and not dark and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But you gotta hand it to him. He just he makes it uh, really melodramatic. Yeah. And it's great because that's what is really like fun with wrestling is if you're taking everything too seriously, then sometimes like mm, that's not very believable but i mean hell i mean he you know i i thought it was great but then again i'm biased also um producer lady like to comment i had on twitter yeah when you wear white trunks and this goes for every wrestler when you wear white trunks and you got a big old butt it looks like a diaper sorry it just does oh you cannot um my my um is it about his butt match. no do you have a take, no. you have to take on uh, ricky stark's butt no 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 yeah, you have to take on his butt now's the time mm-hmm. otherwise you can also nah, go i'm good I'm, I'm yeah. good that. that's my <laughs> subject um, i'm but the bute expert it's her expertise mm-hmm. what i liked about it was you know usually when a, a guy comes down the rain you know like um trying to interfere or at least distract as a distraction Usually it helps out the guy that he's, I mean, well, the guy that he's trying to distract, it, it goes against him. Mm-hmm. But Swerve comes down. I didn't understand. And, right, right? Understand Swerve comes down, and then it causes Starks to actually win the match, right? So I'm like, you you came down and actually helped out the dude. Like, I, I, <laughs> like okay, like that 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 was was like okay, that's not what usually happens. So I like that part, mm-hmm. and um, and then to see uh, they add that element of um swerve, and then um, what's my big man name? Keith Lee. Uh, Keith Lee, okay. and um, adding them, and then making it seem like okay, it's gonna be a triple threat for the team mm-hmm. tag team titles. Yeah. I'm no. not a fan of that. But one thing I was totally like, I don't know where the hell he came from, because next thing I know, it looked like he popped up from under the ring was Hobbs. I'm like, where did the hell did Will Hobbs Yeah, come yeah, from? where the hell did he come yeah, from? Yeah, I was confused. And, and then, Hobbs and came then out of Bob nowhere, was, and was in there interfering. <laughs> yeah. Well, but my question is, why was Jungle Boy so distraught? It's because he's though. been losing a lot of big matches lately. He was distraught. And... It was not because he's been losing, but because if he won, then they didn't have to face Hobbs and Starks for the tag titles. Since he lost, now he's going to have to put the tag titles on the line. Now, also, people are saying, I've heard the rumor, rumor mill, that either Jungle Boy's going to go heel, which I don't think is a very good idea at all, Um or Christian is gonna go heel. I don't know, but mm. I, I I don't know. But 
All I know is please take this belt off a luchasaurus. He's not that good of a wrestler. And I do know that a lot of people did not understand how he got signed mm. when he kind of sucks. So, what? Wow. I'm sorry. And I kind of like the big dude, man. I think <laughs> he's so big. How can you be able to move the way he moves, kick the way he kicks? I'm impressed by the big dude. No. No, it's smoke and mirrors. Mm. No, he's still botchy, and I think yeah, I feel like because he, he knows how to now like work with a camera. Mm. I think that that's kind of what sells his, you know, his kicks and things well, like all that. All he does is go. Ah! That's all he yeah, does. Yeah, well, no, he did talk before. Yeah, he yeah, used to have a master's days. degree, remember? When he first started, yeah. he was a master's in something, like linguistics oh, or something. No, I don't know. I didn't know that. I, I yeah, and like his, some like... kind of history. I don't know. But anyways, he was talking. Now, all of a sudden, he's reverted back. So mm. I'm like, dude, you're awful. You're terrible. So, But what... I was thought that on the indies, too. So no big deal. But What should um... we do about Ricky Starks, though? Because him walking around with his FTW title kind of is making him look goofy, if I'm being honest, because it's his title that doesn't mean anything, and he just shows up when he wants and pretends it does. You know. Does he break away from Team Taz, or does he stick it out? He should have broken away from Team Taz a while ago. But at this point, it feels a little late, doesn't it? Yeah, because my thing was I thought, okay, you're getting Hook to wrestle now. Hook, I can see Hook taking it from him. And Ricky yeah, being, you know, I could see that. ratty attitude. But that could be a, he's still like that belt, like the million dollar belt. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he still. It depends on the crowd, though. The problem with the million dollar belt is that they did a really good job of explaining that it cost over a million dollars to make, and they made it seem like a prestigious thing that someone would want of actual value. The problem with the FTW titles is it was this weird thing that Taz gave to. Brian Cage one time and then threw in the towel to make him lose his match and then said I'm demanding that they acknowledge this title and then Cody was like what the fuck are you doing go away and then they cut the cameras it's had such a sloppy lineage since showing up in AEW that at this point it's like what the hell's going on like I think you might be right Amanda I think putting it on hook and letting it actually be a thing because that was the other thing is that Taz gave it to Brian Cage and said this title should be worn by the person who's the baddest MFer or son of a bitch, I don't remember which one it was, uh, in all of AEW. And then Brian Cage proceeded to lose all of his matches. And then he lost the match of ultimately to Ricky Starks, and he got it. But no one's saying that Ricky Starks is a bad motherfucker. He's not a bad son of a bitch. He's a prissy boy who keeps cheating to win. So it just kind of is confusing it, you know what I mean? I think... The prissy boy in uh, Gucci loafers. Gucci yeah. side. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but... If anybody, I'm like, bad motherfucker is like, is Hobbs right there. Yep. Now, I think with Hobbs. Hobbs or Hook. Hobbs or Hook. Now, I think with Hobbs, people in the back, he's got a long, he's got, he's got job security. He's beloved by the most, the important people back there. Whereas I can kind of see with Ricky being kind of annoys people mm. i get it i know the guy i, I get it you know yeah. but i think with him is i think they waited too long to kind of develop him because they they could have had 
something really spectacular with him, but they didn't do it. They dropped the ball. The ball, and it's like you can't say, "Oh, well, you know, he's doing dark and, all, you know, and all this stuff." Well, yeah, but the guy, unlike a lot of people on the roster, the guy's got charisma. He can talk. You know, his mic skills are amazing, and not only that too, but I mean, damn. Some of those matches that he did do, like, you know, the one with Darby when he got the skateboard that got slashed across his back. I mean, that was just, like, amazing. The way he sold that, I'm just like, you don't get wrestlers like that of that caliber who've never had the exposure. So it's like, you want to take advantage of that because you probably got him for, he probably got him for really cheap. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But... I don't know about contracts or anything. And I didn't ask about money because that's not my business. Yeah. But I do think that it's a little too late. New Orleans, it was very interesting when he wrestled Swerve. People could give a fuck less. Yeah. They yeah, were cheering off Swerve. Right and then it got to a point where, oh, oh yeah, this is the hometown guy. Yeah. We have to cheer. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. A couple of things real quick. I mean, unless you have something to say on that, Shakes? No. Uh, Turner Fox says Christian would make a better heel. He says that uh, they played that thing and Jungle Boy can go on his own as long as he stays because he says he's took his spot and going home before. But he does say that Hook should win the FTW title and throw it on the ground and walk away like they did uh, and just end the title like that, which wouldn't be that bad if I'm being honest. It's got a weird history already. Um, and he said just like Sky put Dan in his place and told him to keep that second TNT title in the trophy case. Um I see that too. He says Sky is turning babyface is going to be great. Make him the TNT title better. Uh, the one thing people are talking about out of that promo though is the fact that he brought up Tay Conti for no damn reason at all, and said that the days of the TNT title being passed around like Tay Conti backstage are over. And I thought, with as awful of a line as it was to begin with, if this is Sky's babyface turn, it's a bit weird to do in this day and age. And secondly. She had no part in any of this story at all. It was really out of nowhere. So when Tay gets online and says, bitter because I turned you down much, maybe your wife would like to know, you kind of go, maybe that happened. Like, because you brought her up for no reason. Like, it's weird. She's stupid. He's not Her girlfriend, whatever. He's with somebody. Yeah. (laughs) I just hate that. Why Why is this, like, a consistent theme with women? It's like they either have to be hoeing out backstage and we're going to bring that to light or this is like the kayfabe story like i don't i just don't understand this storyline how they always got to go back to this yeah because weird there's nothing there's nothing better to do with women especially if you're not a very good wrestler to begin Mm. with let's go there but they they did that shit with um who was it they've been doing it with every woman as they got in there yeah, I mean Ruby. Ruby Soho. Yeah, Ruby Soho said that about Britt Baker. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it's just it's just another tired line that's I think's got to go. But Thunder yeah, didn't get that yeah. Um, let's talk before it gets. I mean, it's already too late. But let's talk briefly at least about NXT. Amanda, you didn't get to see much NXT, right? No. Shakes, do you keep up with NXT 2.0? I keep up with it. Did you watch this week? Did you watch this week? I uh, don't think so. 
It's all right. It's all right. What I will say is that this the last two weeks have been surprisingly solid because they've they have like their ups and downs a lot. Mm -hmm. This episode was one of my favorites in a while. It was pretty good. It opened up. I'm just going to run through kind of how it played out. It opened up. And if you go to WrestlingOnRocks.com recaps, I have all the recaps for NXT, WWE, or Raw and SmackDown. Uh, But it opened up with Toxic Attraction uh, versus Roxanne Perez and Wendy Chu. Mm -hmm. Roxy and Wendy Chu as a team is so fucking good. It's really surprising, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'm liking it. They meshed and clicked so well. They've paired Grayson Waller up with Tiffany Stratton. I love this. I am loving this. It's amazing. There's no romantic undertones at all, and yeah. it's playing off so well. I, fingers crossed. I really hope they don't go the love story route, but yeah, they just stick with what they're going with. Like I'm loving it. Yeah, it's amazing. They're the most obnoxious people apart, and together <laughs> they up the obnoxious levels high. But then they get in the <laughs> ring because they had a match against Andre Chase and Saray, mm-hmm. and the absolute incredible athleticism between Grayson Waller and Tiffany Stratton both mixed up so well. Remember I've complained a lot about tag teams doing synchronized offense and not tandem mm-hmm. offense? Mm-hmm. This was almost a perfect example of those two competing styles. Andre Chase and Saray were doing synchronized offense. Everything they did that looked like a tag team move was just two people doing the same thing at the same time. At- Everything Waller and Stratton did was tandem offense. I'm going to assist mm-hmm. you in making this move more devastating. Right. It was awesome, dude. And personally, I love this match because each woman got to do a move on the men and the, the men didn't do anything but I, I like when there's some sort of intergender match this wasn't necessarily intergender match but I did like that the women got to do something to the men both of that's them good. that's good and, that's a step up yep and there was someone brought up a good point on ringscoops.com where I do some reviews for as well they reviewed NXT and they pointed out that there was not a single match this night that didn't involve a woman somehow the women took over the show like cool. I said, opened up with Toxic Attraction versus Roxanne and Wendy Chu. The next thing you got was uh, Grayson Waller, Tiffany Stratton talking in the back. You had uh, Diamond Mine introduce a new guy, but then you had Joe Gacy doing uh, a segment talking about how he's got these two new goons and he wants to bring on Braun Breaker. Uh, and then it was back to women again. Uh, that's where Andre Trace and Saray got connected. Ivy Nile was doing this uh, challenge where she was out working out all these dudes, which for what it was was nice but it was a little weird because she said this i'm gonna compete to separate the boys from the men yeah and i'm going to win so i was like to prove you're a man like that's what what do you mean like it was just weird to say this is a man competition and i'm gonna win is like (laughs) wait what (laughs) i i'm past the point with ivy because we've seen so much of her in the ring yeah that at this point i i just i don't consider her as tough as she comes off as yeah. as she's trying to come off as i should say i know she's strong she's a bodybuilder but in the ring it doesn't mesh exactly well like with an opponent yeah we so just, we've regressed a little bit with her yeah just a little bit uh and then it was back to the breakout tournament you showed all the women in it we had fallon versus uh, uh sloan jacobs the former Ms. notorious mimi who was good alba fire finally had her debut that was dope against amari miller alba fire the new kaylee ray total grunge rock look i'm loving this video this package that they introduced her in yeah it's this grunge rock meets game of thrones thing yeah she she came out like arius arius darks and just like through the fire and you're like oh i don't know who this is but i want to see her kick some ass 
Yeah. Uh, so got some time in the in the ring to to cut a promo. It was badass. Shakes, what you better say? No, no. Nope. Um, putting up the ones. Yeah, they, <laughs> dude. He's he doesn't need to stay in NXT. I don't know why he's not up there causing waves. Uh, after that's when we had the mixed tag match. Uh, we had Toxic Attraction checking in with Indy Hartwell, where they say that. Mandy says, I have no idea what you're going through. And then when Indy starts saying, yeah, it's tough, Mandy goes, no, I mean, I literally don't know what you're going through. No man's ever left me. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> and then they're like, bye, loser. And you're so like, oof. Fucking hate you. I love you. Mandy, though. Come on. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Nikita Lyons versus Ariana Grace uh, for breakout tournament was badass. Uh, and then... A couple more little things, but that brought us to the main event. Cora Jade versus Natalia. This was match of the week for me. This match was insanely good. I loved it. Natty and Cora had such good chemistry. Cora was in clearly Bailey tribute gear, mm-hmm. which I confirmed online by posting a picture of Bailey's gear and of Cora's gear. And then uh, uh, Cora, I tagged Cora and she liked it. She didn't comment, but I, that's to me confirmation. That's how Twitter works, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they did a number of Stone Cold, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13 spots. Natty starts to go. She's working the knee a bunch. She starts to go to, to do the sharpshooter over the turn pad or the turn the turn post. Uh, although Cora reversed it, which Stone Cold did not. Uh, Cora got uh, Natty in the sharpshooter. Ultimately, that made Natty mad. Natty got Cora in the sharpshooter, and Cora did not tap out. She passed out all lost Steve Austin and Natty got the win and then mm-hmm. shook the hand of Cora Jade. I was blown away by this because I've been telling you that Cora's got a ton of upside and she seems like she's going to be solid, but I felt like she's been struggling. This felt like she'd been training for this all her life. Like it was crazy good. So I would say, even if you guys don't keep up with NXT all the time, this match in a bubble is so good and worth, worth hunting down. See, when I hear things like that, it always in like, you know, Natty's done so much Mm -hmm. and it seems like you know they don't give her that respect the E and so when you see this it's like damn it's like why why you know why can't you you know throw a bone or 10 or whatever you know it's tough go ahead Chase I'm sorry if I'm cutting you off but I think she is like um one of those uh, workers that, you know, they just do everything and they they just, they tote the line for the company that you just, it's kind of like you just take advantage of those type of people. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? We need this, this to get done. Oh, well, Natty will do it. Mm-hmm. Like and, even and, inadvertently. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you don't even and mean I to. You just go, oh, that person does do it. That. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And she and she will hold it down for us. She will tote the company line. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's what Natalie is. I mean, Natalia. Excuse me. Yeah, I've been saying it for a long time. I feel like she's the absolute workhorse and foundation of the women's division. I don't think you have women's wrestling where it's at today without Natty's specific work. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can point to a ton of women who've done a ton of things, but I think if you remove Natty from the equation. It wouldn't be holding up as steady as it is. You know what I mean? Like she's done so much to create such a solid foundation and teach these women as they come up. Like 
I wouldn't be surprised if she asked to go down and work with Cora. She's that type. She's running a whole school over there. Liv Morgan, we talked about how good mm-hmm. she's getting every week. Fucking watch Liv Morgan's Instagram and see that she's training with Natty every week and it all starts to click. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this was incredible. And I agree. I think sometimes it feels like she's not getting her just due. I think on the flip side, she's a surefire Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I think she's gotten a couple big championships. She's, like you Incredible. said before, sometimes sometimes they, they, I mean, yeah, she won the tag titles, which I was so happy when she finally did that with Tamina. That meant mm-hmm. so much to her. Oh, man. She had them yeah. all. Meant, meant um, both, with both of them. It meant yeah. a lot. Yeah. But I think, too, True. even like with Natty, people forget that before she actually went to WWE, I mean, she was doing um, Shimmer. And the mm-hmm. year she was doing Shimmer, I mean, Jesus, you had like uh, Awesome Kong mm-hmm. was in there, Sarah Del Rey, I mean, and some of these other ones that have, women have popped up. I think, who else was there? There was a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was unbelievable. So she's had her mark on a lot of the women that you see nowadays. And I think that, you know, that's a real, that's a real special thing. And I think yeah. that um, anybody who can kind of sit under that learning tree, they're going to learn a lot. Yeah. So it's good to see that a lot of these women are I mean, seeking her help. You gotta, I'm sorry if cutting you off, but you oh, gotta no, no, no. be a very valuable person when they bring in a, a, a person like um, Ronda Rousey to come in your company and you say, Train Ronda for us, please. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that, that that's the ultimate, you know. They they got the utmost um, that's respect. That's a great point. And, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a great point because you know that the investment they have in Ronda is such that they mm-hmm. can't let it fail, right? It's that too yeah. big to fail thing. We're bringing in Ronda fucking Rousey. This has to work because they've got big, big visions. And to say it's got to be a Natty's hands and Natty hands alone, like, you're right. That's That's massive. Screamingper in the chat says, Natty gets her praise from everyone backstage, but deserves her flowers in front of everyone. And I think that's 100% it. I bet you anything, when all those conversations come up, we got to cut this person that, I don't even think Natty's name is allowed in those rooms. You know what I mean? Like, don't even start there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's. I think she's just too valuable to them. I think they know it. I think that uh, I agree that it'd be nice for us to see a little bit of it. And I do think that her tag team title reign with Tamina, I think that was a bit of flowers for her. They knew how much it would yeah. mean to her specifically. Yeah. In her lineage to hold those and both of them really for both of them it yeah. meant a lot and i think that, that was a little bit of us seeing seeing that uh because when you really look at that story that brought them there it was a little rushed it was a little thrown together but there was so much emotion in it and you could tell it meant so much that we were all just ready and waiting that we didn't care if you'd done it even faster you could give me less story i've been happy with it you know what i mean it's Cause like layers it's layers yeah. with them yeah. too it's layers layers and this goes back to their fathers their dads yes yeah absolutely grimmer said she should get one more run as champ i'd like to see her have one solid special wrestlemania moment yeah you know what i mean something that's all she needs yeah yeah she's owed that yeah but uh but absolutely i would say that uh to both of you i wouldn't say hey go watch everything here uh amanda you would like the joe gacy stuff uh he's on such a high level shakes what do you think of joe gacy Check out. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not this particular moment yeah, here, but Joe Gacy in general. In general. Do you like general. The, his character, or are you? 
not even that attention. I'm not familiar with them. All right. All right. That That's a good one to watch because especially yeah, yeah. E- week after week because at first i'm like this is kind of weird but now yeah <laughs> i'm so invested in it that i'm just like oh. yeah. yeah this one and was then, a solid one and then roxanne and wendy Woo. yeah well, if i come back next week i'll probably have some some stuff on them i'll check yeah. them out with myself cameron grimes is another one you need to see cameron grimes cameron I was, so, I'm just saying, this week was a good one where I was watching it, like, glued. And a lot of times, something will come in and out, and I'm kind of like, I don't know. This oh. one, even, there was nothing. There was nothing in here that I was kind of like, what are we doing? Like oh, We didn't get any, there was no Legato this week? Legato was... and Tony D'Angelo did some stuff, but yeah. they, oh, they... That weird stuff again? They balanced it well, and it's leading to a match next week. It did have some weird shit where it's all like, hey, you kidnapped my guy, so I kidnapped your guy... <laughs> Uh, let my guy breathe and I won't kill your guy. And you're kind of like, what the fuck, guys? Like, apart from that, they're getting in the is ring next boy, week. So, is my boy Melo still a champion? No, no, mm-hmm. but he came out and he's gonna be. He lost to, he lost to Cameron Grimes mm-hmm. in a triple threat. They had Solo, Cameron, and uh, Sokoa. Um, they do Cameron Grimes and Carmelo are having a rematch for the North American title at uh, the upcoming In Your House, nice. and then whoever wins that goes up against Solo Sokoa. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do Solo Sokoa get me back into this NXT? Huh? <laughs> Solo's <laughs> nice, dude. I did a drawing for Solo, and yeah. he fucking followed me and DM'd me. Really? He followed you too? Yeah. I didn't. And know he that. DM'd me. Like, straight away. He was, like, the second or third like, and he DM'd me, and he's like, dude, appreciate this so much. Like, Aww. I was like, I've gotten wrestlers to like a few drawings I've done here and there, and it always feels nice and cool. But when they make a comment, it feels a little extra special. I've never had one DM me straight up and yeah, talk to me for a minute. You you're I mean? lucky if they they like and retweet. Like, that's yeah. super lucky. Yeah, if they retweet at all, it's crazy. Somebody snotty, didn't, I don't think he liked your, did he heart your photo? No, no. Really? Ricky snubbed me. Ruby Soho snubbed me like three times. Oh yeah, she definitely live. <laughs> uh, live Morgan snubbed me. They're ones that you can see saw it and still snub you. Those are the ones where I'm kind of like, man, you know how much time I put into that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like he actually I'm draws. Like... I think you draw it too nice because I think they think it's just like a filter that you don't actually draw it. You know? Dude, that's what pissed me off about this new filter everyone's doing with that kind of like painty look. Mm-hmm. It's a little, yeah. it's just a filter people are doing. It made me so mad because I was like, God damn it, that takes me like ten hours to do a drawing like that. Mm-hmm. And now people are just using a filter. They're gonna think I'm just using a filter. That's, I mean, so, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Either you way, need to, you need to do something for the man behind me. I need to do a new style. Yeah. Because he lost. Well, if he's it. looking for merch, he's always tell Chanel to hit me up. <laughs> I, I will i will I will yeah but yeah. guys to check out this you, week's nxt yeah, yeah. uh and if nothing else watch the main event if you like women's wrestling you're gonna love cora versus natty and the bret hart stone cold callbacks i will yeah. say this because i've given a lot of shit to aew and all their bret hart tribute matches they keep having if you do it right in the right moment with the right people it's awesome cm punk doing it six weeks in a row is overkill so by the time you get Dax and Cash doing it and it's the right people at the right time, it feels like we're doing this again. Right. You can't have guys like CM Punk watering it down by doing it every week. It's got to be special in the right moments to make someone light up. This Phil was that kind of moment. But Phil doesn't understand that 
The fill in 2012 is not the fill that's 10 years later. True. He needs to get over that. Did you guys get a feeling that like a week or two ago, Adam Page cut a heel promo on Punk and this week Punk cut a heel promo on Page? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you think they just don't know what they're doing with that story yet? Or do you think they I don't yeah. know which one they want to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's obvious okay. that the intention is that belt's coming off a of hangman. It's quite obvious. It's got to, right? It's got to. Shakes, yeah. do you want that belt off hangman? Yes. Really? I want it on Adam Cole. <laughs> oh, come on. Nah. Oh, <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> I could never get into not- him. I really couldn't. I just, he does not look like any type of athlete to me. I'm not afraid of him. Like, I feel like I could kick his ass. And I know that's I could not kick great. his ass. He do look like, it's like. Okay, I'm sorry. Who so was <laughs> so special? Hey, but... Yeah. I think two... I towered over him in my picture of that. <laughs> yeah. There's two wrestlers where I would not be afraid to get into a fight with them in public. And that's Adam Cole and CM Punk. Not afraid at all. Not yeah. Afraid? yeah. Not afraid at all. They definitely not involved. You know who else is not threatening either? And I think they're both too cocky to know that they're about to get their ass kicked. (laughs) (laughs) You you know who's not threatening either, I will say, is... um, Hmm? Janella. That's my homie, though. But Janella. I will say Janella two years ago, yes. I'd say Janella now, I don't know. Because he's got fire in his eyes. Because I've been around Janela a couple times. Fire in his eyes. No, when he was with Penelope, he didn't have shit in his eyes. I met him first time when he was with Penelope and Star uh, at Starcast, and he looked like the dumpiest, most lazadaisical. (laughs) He didn't look like there was anything going on there. I was all like, "Dude, dude's got to be, you know." No, 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 no. That's my bed. I'm not saying I don't like him. I'm saying when I first saw him, I was like, "Okay." I didn't think anything of him. But at the last GCW show I was at, where he flipped out on the fans, I was like, oh, shit. If this breaks out, I don't know who to help. (laughs) No, I'd I'd be Team Janela all the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Joey. (laughs) Yeah. He gets Um, a fire in his eyes, and he's looking great right now. He's awesome. You know who I am definitely, I would be definitely afraid of is Malachi Black. Hmm. And I haven't met him yet. He's yeah. the one. I keep telling you guys. I got screwed over with that one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Tony Khan. Yeah. What yeah. a con man he is. Yeah, no. Brody King. Some people are afraid of him. I'm not afraid of him. Nope. Brody King. He's a big dude. He's a big imposing He's dude. Big so dude I can see that. But, yeah, no, no. But I'm not afraid of him. But well, I know a couple big teddy bears myself. But at the same time, I'm not about to fucking try to see He's if there's deep, a grizzly right? bear, too. Yeah, um, Kingsley's really nice. I would not Shanky. afraid of Shanky? <laughs> Shanky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were you about to say, producer lady? Uh, I don't know if it's related, but uh, WWE is going to announce the upcoming nil class, the athletes. So yeah. I don't know which one, how many of them are just going straight to NXT. If are any you of familiar them with the collegiate athletes that, they're, that they are looking at at any given time, Shakes? Is that something you look at when they bring on collegiate people? Do you uh, like the... Yeah, the collegiate uh, athletes in the Next In Line program. Do you watch college sports, Wiley? Yeah, Yeah. I watch a lot of college sports. And I'm thinking about um, the guy that did, he was just in the Olympics. 
Now he's in WWE. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gable Steveson. Yeah. Gable Steveson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, then when the when the nil list comes out, I'll have you I'll have you see if you recognize anybody on there because I always think it's neat when they they bring in the collegiate guys. But uh, not a lot. I think it's like thir- like fifteen. Is there a list that's out? Uh, they're going to announce it soon. Yeah, so we'll see what it is, and I'll tell you. You can tell me if they're good at what they do or or not. We'll to go from there. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to, to bring up at all before we uh, have last call? No, but if um, if I end up in jail yeah. in, uh, I think it's San Francisco County still, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Tomorrow, um, I would like producer Lydia and Marsh to start a GoFundMe. Yeah, we can start a GoFundMe. <laughs> get Why, get some what are you, you going to do? She's going to go see Ocean Spray. spray. Oh. She might choke him out. I I didn't okay this is why I told people on the Jericho cruise because he trolled me y'all know that (laughs) I did not throw him overboard okay I was actually nice I was nice to him I said hello Mm -hmm. yeah hello ocean spray but he knows I call him that so you know he knows I'm the Marty girl so Yeah. yeah but he knows who I am but if I happen to please contribute to the bail fund but I don't. Nothing's gonna happen. No, I, I, Time will tell. And also, they yeah. do. Have, they do have at the shows there because they have to. There's some kind of law in the city that they run in. Tell someone who's near you if you get arrested to tweet a, tweet out about it right away so we can know. Um, I don't think a lot of people want to be by me. That's probably true. <laughs> That's probably true. I, don't know. I mean, there's some people who are like, I can't wait to see what she says to him. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I'm like, oh, what haven't I said? Yep. What haven't All right. I said? It's true. All right, guys. We'll be back next week to find out if Miss Amanda Jane was arrested and bailed <laughs> out all at once. Uh, <laughs> Shakes NYG. You can find him on Twitter. You can check out his uh, sports show. Or is he back? Shakes, tell him how people can yeah. find you and where your show's at. Uh, at Shakes NYG on Twitter. And uh, you can catch the find me on youtube the shakedown show we do what you guys uh, cover monday through friday new york oh, sweet. Giants, baby. monday through friday you talking about <laughs> you talk about strictly the giants we talk all, all sports all sports all awesome baseball football basketball it doesn't matter boxing whatever sport you watch shakedown we cover that's <laughs> awesome man that's awesome uh, i just want to let people know in case there's crossover shakedown sports podcast.com that's our website check us out awesome we thanks for having have... me on the show i'm definitely absolutely joy won't be the last <laughs> absolutely we I'll definitely want to have you on more oh, yeah. we appreciate you coming through amanda jane we'll see you next week right here in the dive thank bar of the iwc thank you, <laughs> thank <Amanda>. you. <laughs> thanks for coming through that's the last call guys you're welcome cheers cheers Good night. Hey, producer lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Click on hitting the eye and subscribe on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers. I would never have a drink with less than on the rocks.